Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 12, Episode 12, The Animal Agenda. The old Richard Miley. <laughs> Whoa, full name. <laughs> also, the levels seem really high. Well, that's too bad. Because <laughs> it's no, going nothing's in the, changed. Okay, it's going in the yellow. It's all good. What do you mean going in the yellow? The yellow on the screen. Oh, that's there. normal. Okay, yeah. just making sure. That well, sometimes it'll peek up to the oh. red. I think it's been a little while since we had the old Canarinos on. So. I guess it's nice too because I well, I feel like I can like the compression thing that Howard always talked about. I don't know. You don't have to talk loud. Whereas. Right. More recently, I don't know. Maybe it is just because we have we haven't been here for two weeks. But right, right, right. Well, I haven't. Yeah. But. Well, and also, I think at work with so much Zoom, you don't hear oh, yourself, and now that you're hearing yourself, maybe it just sounds even mm-hmm. louder, even though you're used to the headphones yeah. and such. You've been uh, taking sweet advantage of my chair over here while I've been gone. No, this is your workstation. I always use this one. I'm also just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, when we didn't have the second chair, right. my chair, I was doing that. I was full, I full cuckold. The chair. Uh, Having a little chair on my side, but uh, <laughs> a little side chair. <laughs> yeah, but no. Ever since this, I move that. I just take up space on your side of the table. Yeah, yeah. But I don't use the chair. I use right. the old snow boots to block it, so the old kitty cats don't nap on there or right. poop, cut anything or up yeah. or any of that. So poop pee or p u k e. Yes. Delta sequence says once again they are headed to bed. Oh, just saw that we were on. So about to stream and want to say hello, and then they are off to good night, Nightland. Um, it's Delta's, still light, light here. Yeah, Delta Sequence is a person, I believe a male a identifier, but yeah. uh, is a person who's on our twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens Twitch stream, which we do pretty much every Monday here. Last week yeah, we did yeah. not do uh, a recording. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we posted up a little Patreon peek. Uh, had some stuff to take care of last minute, so uh, yes. <laughs> Scary, but, but triumphant. <laughs> but now we are back in full force. Uh Patreon is done for the month, but yes. if you want to get those Patreons going, you can do it this month. I think they just charge on the first of the month, so if you buy yeah. it now, they would charge you on the first. So exactly, yeah. This will be out on Tuesday, so Saturday is going to be that day to go ham, my friend, yes. if you really want to get that full max Yeah, patreon.com slash probingancientaliens, where for $5 a month or more, you get uh, two exclusive, pod- exclusive podcasts to our Patreon. One of them is Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper into subjects related to the subject we talk about on this show. And then the other podcast is a whole other podcast, Adventurous Ghosts, which right. is pretty much this show, but for ghost adventures on the Travel Channel. So oh, yes. a little more on the paranormal side, as most of you have uh, seen us delve into. So, yes. Um, <laughs> Dillon. Yes, my name's Jonathan Delvinto. I'm an agent uh, yeah. <laughs> for young trans oh, men. Oh, uh, Delvid the second? Yes. Yes, exactly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I... I try to promote the trans male life so that people can delve into it better. So that's my stage name. Right. And I, I was born know, a woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you, you drive a Trans Am, oddly enough, as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um, now, you do have a friend that <laughs> yeah. bought a Trans Am Well, recently. AM is like, uh, and male. Exactly. Maybe it's like, I'm trans and male. Right. That's my... Well, that's very fluid, right? Exactly. Yeah. Very now. So. The full meadow. Yes. 
full meadow jacket. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of grass and flowers and yeah, rabbit yeah, yeah. seeds. Yeah. Was that that rubber or that rabbit fur you rub on your deck every night? <laughs> Why, yes, it is. Uh, uh, it's good to be back here. Good to be back. Yeah. On a Monday. Good Mommy weather. Record. This oh, last yeah. week and this week, <laughs> we're going good. full, good full weather. Carl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, because it was so disgustingly hot for a few weeks. Now mm-hmm. we're in the heat of summer, but it's not the heat right now. It's right. actually quite pleasant. Yes. It's got the window open, not disgusting hot. Fan yeah. doesn't need to be on. Yeah. There was a bit wow. of uh, humidity, which is rare for Southern California. Right. Um, but not miserable. Still not like, you know, the deep south or anything exactly. for all you Texans or you Bobandis out there in Florida. Right, right. Well, Gross Snake um, said he's got nothing but rain down in Pensacola. Oh, Florida. yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are posting Midwest and East Coast just pouring fucking rain, but I guess that's the summer storm season, yeah. which we uh, don't really Fat have Matt out here. Matt over there was saying how some baseball game, it was their first game of the season, got rained out. Like, I don't know. All those poor cardboard cutouts they put in the stands ruined All now. done. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they laminated them. Yeah. Spent the extra big bucks for right. that. <laughs> Did they do that for the players' benefit so they could feel like people were there, or is it more for the viewers' benefit? I think it's both. I okay. think it's like, oh, it's psychological feels, thing. but then like the viewers are like, oh, I can see people. And then it's also a way to engage with the season ticket holders mm-hmm. to be like, hey, you can't use your seat, but send us a picture and we'll put you at your seat. And oh. maybe you can see, like, especially like behind home plate and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can see yourself, and here's a goofy photo. And then. <laughs> I don't know if you had to pay or you could submit, and you're like, oh, I did it, and here's my cutout. And yeah. Again, a way to engage people. Yeah. I think more of that kind of right, like right. online and look at your, where you are, and there, right. I, you know, hey, there I am. Here, you know, fucking awesome powers or whatever. But um, There you are. You're yeah. there. <laughs> but I think it, it, it was more that kind of like. Got it. Because I was wondering, like, if you're, God, if you're used to playing in crowds of thousands of people. Well, thousands they play people, fake noise, too. Exactly. Which, because, yeah, it's, I mean, that, that at least is the, you know, as our friend Brad always said. Son of the Tiger that you were yes, quoting in the yes. beginning of the show. Put two and two together, guys. Yeah. Uh, to get it full in, full information. Yeah, um, yeah there's there's got to be that. The, the What is it? The fucking the 11th man on the field or whatever is the right. crowd. Yeah, 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 Which he and I got into debates over right. back or at our old job. Or the sixth man in basketball. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the cause oh. was finally stoked to catch a thing. And they said one of those teams had a shit ton of Rona. So I don't know. Oh, could wow. Be true. Matt. Did a team, one of the teams have a big corona outbreak, baseball? Yeah, like 12 or 14 guys. Like, so a whole team. Did, do you know what team it was or no? All right, scratching the head and his big mustache is shaking now. Uh, yeah, he's got okay. the, the country Fu Manchu kind of thing. He's going, going full Hogan sta- yeah. stash right there. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Handlebars uh, and all. Yeah, little do you know that we actually oh, just switched a picture. Florida of Matt with uh, Hulk Hogan. Exactly, there, so. we did a little. He's been working deep out. fake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, go Marlin fishing. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Um, when you said man. when you said the cause, I thought you were saying William Coosby, like William, Co- like oh, Bill the Cosby, cause. the cause. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, wait, my wife wouldn't have sports facts. <laughs> Neither would I, for yeah, that matter. I don't know any of this. She wouldn't know about a yeah. twelve to fourteen man Corona gangbang. Exactly. These yum lunchers because they can they can only transfer it from. P-I to A-I. They can only trans. Yes. Furry it. <laughs> so I'm a transfer. Uh, and a brony. It, it is funny, those... Uh, I'm fan fluid. Yes. <laughs> I'm into all sorts of uh, animals and uh, any anything that has a smile. Ooh, just like that's this an episode. animal. Exactly. Yeah. It's a good, good time. But uh, there's some meme where it's like, oh, if these 
if this guy can fuck in the suit and it's like a furry oh. with like as a wolf, <laughs> you can wear then, a mask. Then that means they're tougher than you. Right, like right. You can't wear a mask. Oh, or yeah, yeah. Like you're saying That'll the furries off beat the, you. The conservatives, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. The Huntington Beachers, of which yeah, we. They're... We're right in the midst of them today. Oh, yeah, we're deep in the thick of it. Yes. Uh, yeah, we did disc golf. Mm-hmm. We did make a triumphant return, as Joey mentioned. Yes. Uh, I I technically went a couple weeks ago yeah, just yeah. to do a pre-run just to make sure it would, yeah. would be worth our while. Which it was. Um, a little And just to help. Play. Once you're in that thick of all the people, you want to know where you're going. Exactly. So it's not like wandering and adding time because right. it was crowded today. Yeah. Um, but uh, now I can't remember. Oh, yeah. there, there's no one wearing masks. Exactly. But again, you're so far spread it's outside, out. It's outside. It's spread yeah. out. Yeah. It's uh, someone we work with played golf this weekend for her birthday, regular ball golf. And and she was surprised at how crowded it was. And I was like, well, no, golf was one of the first sports to be allowed playing because you're not yeah. you're not you're touching so other people, yeah. really. Like, you're not sharing oh, things. My cousin Brandon, he did as well. Yeah. And they yelled at The one guy yelled at him, but... It sounds like the way he told the story wasn't very good. It was he Take was mo- off your mask. I think you're cute. <laughs> I want to give you a big smooch. <laughs> That's what he was yelling. But yeah. uh, he had his mask <laughs> off, and one of the rangers was like, hey, you got to put your mask on. But it sounded like oh. they were more by the clubhouse. So oh, he's like, hey, I just see. when you're at the clubhouse, I see. my boss is here. We don't want to yeah. get shut down, so just please put your mask on right. when you're there. But as long as you're out in the course, don't worry about it. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah, we just uh, we we used to play at the Huntington Beach Disc Golf Course every day, every weekday almost. Uh, and uh, back Charlie in the Smith day. said he'll give us a Huntington Beach Discord. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, so um, but we stopped going there because you can listen to our our disc golf episode, uh, which is also available on uh, Patreon.com/slash/probing ancient aliens. Exactly. I think at the one dollar level, because um, it's a it yeah, was a Twitch a free, show, yeah, which we uploaded the audio on there. Which did we do that into the regular stream too? Um, oh, maybe we I feel did. Like we did. Yeah, we did like a little. I don't know. Whatever. Google ancient probing ancient. Yeah, I think I think call. I think it was a bonus episode. Um, I think you're right. Yeah, um, but, and then uh, uh, Gross Snake laughed at regular ball golf, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because people will go golf like, oh yeah, it's like no disc golf ball golf, right? Yeah. Uh, and we've literally, I think each of us and people we all know who have played disc golf, they've all gotten the question from someone who doesn't know what it is, right? Hey, how do do you hit a frisbee with a golf club, right? <laughs> No, and it's like I get it. It's not like they're stupid, but it's no, like it's, you just—they don't come on, guys. It. Well, yeah. and some of the courses we play at, there's clearly people who walk that park every day. Yes, and then they ask us, "What are you doing? Mm-hmm. What? Oh, you're throwing into that. What do you do with that basket? And right. Like, oh, you have different discs. We're like, yeah. Right. It's like, I, I'm like, don't you, you were, you were here all the time. Like, yeah. this is not your first time walking right. this park. Like, yeah, how yeah. do you not? We've had people say I walk this park seen... for years. And I don't know what's happening. And it's like, you never fucking ask, well, or you just don't have basic powers of observation. We got the face, man. They feel comfortable I guess, to yeah. talk to us, yeah. uh, apparently. Yeah. Um, well, because we're not, fucking, uh, we're not fucking smoked out the whole time. We're not in a group of 17 dickheads who are listening to reggae or rap rock, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and who seem very unapproachable, you know. Right, so, right, right, right. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, we played over there. It was nice enough. I wouldn't want to go there all the time, but because uh, but, they, they had to shorten the course. We left, basically, when the, the course got um, small and in right, small. Right, they right, put right. a senior center next to it. They cut off, like, 30% of the land. Well, yeah, um, the, the open which land, wasn't all, which wasn't all yeah. the course or whatever. But... but uh, it tightened up for sure, um, and 
the people were just super annoying. You right. Know? We right, also right. kind of took a, a break. Like we we were very intermittent about disc golf for a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It got to a point where it was like it wasn't every worth it. now and then, and then yeah. it was just tough. Yeah. Especially when we worked down in Irvine, just to yes. like yes. get all the way back to where there was a course after yes. work was like Cause South Orange basically County, impossible. South Orange County, despite being tons of rolling brown desert hills of nothingness and yeah. parks, has almost no disc golf courses. Yeah, and even here in Fountain Valley, there's no there's no disc golf. It's again, it's Huntington Beach and North right. are your best bets. And then there's that weird Deerfield yeah. park thing. The tiny nine-hole course, which yeah. I think the average... Uh, hole length is a hundred feet or less, <laughs> right, which your right. average disc golf hole is three to four hundred feet. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So this is like, and then there's that one where you just throw it at trees or something. That's the UCI, the U, the, yeah. uh, the University of California at Irvine, which we yeah. call UCI. Which Michael Denon, the the physics professor that's yes. on ancient aliens quite a bit, studies there. Also, one of my younger sister's alma maters right. is UCI, despite her not being a Chinese immigrant, as oh, most yes. people say. But um, there, uh, Sukes was just at UCI in a previous episode, too, with Travis Taylor, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, who's not based there, but he was... Or no, it wasn't Travis Taylor. It was... Um, no. No, it was. It, yeah. yeah, that's where they were doing that uh, yeah, air, they went wind tunnel some experiment. Sort of test yes. yeah. so, um, and then speaking of Travis Taylor, again, plugging that Patreon, uh, our latest episode of Probing Deeper, the June episode, or was it July episode? It was July, huh? It's the end of July, fuck. Uh, was our review discussion of the first couple episodes of Skinwalker Ranch. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, the, was it the secret of... There's the mystery of Skinwalker Ranch. This is the secret of Skinwalker Ranch, I believe. Right. It's the current... The new uh, History Channel show that's a series with six, six to eight episodes or something with Travis Taylor on there. So, uh, And yeah, get our thoughts about it there. Yeah. Um, we did watch two episodes, which is more than Hangar 1, The UFO Files, starring... Now convicted pedophiles. Right. Um, if you guys didn't hear that, uh, we reviewed Hangar One. Talk, do we, do we talk That's about what that? I posted on the okay. Patreon peak last uh, Patreon peak last week. Right. <laughs> but we didn't talk about because that all happened after we recorded. I think. Right? Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, so I, I guess let's go into the news. Yes, I wrote about it because there's the, two big, two or three big news in the episode description. Um, yeah, number one big news is <laughs> uh, is just that. So uh, Jan, it's John or Jan or it's J A N, probably Jan Harzen Harzan who was the executive director of MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network. So we've talked about MUFON on the show. Uh, a lot of the fellow, <laughs> you know, our colleagues in yeah, the yeah, UFO yeah. podcast world, the Ryan Spragues, the fucking uh, uh, the uh, Hysteria 51 guys, the fucking Richard Dolans, those guys, uh, you know, we're in the same league as him, a journalist. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they... They always seem a little skeptical of MUFON, not for these reasons, but more because they are getting very dogmatic about what they will accept as a true UFO report. Because they're supposed to be like the official repository of reported UFO events in the world. So mm-hmm. that's private. That's not government run. So Right, 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 right. Uh, so anyway, uh, that show, Hangar 1, the UFO Files, which was on the Patreon peak for everyone to listen to, um, we reviewed that in June or May. Uh, just the first episode because it was boring as fuck. It was it was a terrible show. Mm-hmm. It was out in 2014 and 2015 and got canceled. Um, if you watch Ancient Aliens with any regularity or even listen to any sort of content once in a while about even just following ufology news, yeah. there's literally no new information in that show. But this guy, Jan or Jan Harzen, was on the show quite a bit as the executive director as a talking head. And he and this other guy were arrested by two Huntington Beach detectives because both of them were 
uh, soliciting what they thought was a 13-year-old girl for sexual exploits. Right. And they were undercover detectives. And so they both got convicted. Yeah. And Ryan Sprague uh, posted it, and he's like, this has been coming for a long time, and I knew they was gross and whatever. And then he, like, dialed up. He, he basically saying how disgusting MUFON was, but then, like, the next day he dialed it back. He's like, I don't mean, like, the independent... Move on, folks. You're all, all great. Because I think people probably yeah, yeah, were pissed yeah. off at him. But um, oddly enough, Sukalos, all the ancient alien guys were not. They, I didn't see any comments from them at all. I didn't see anything from Wilcock, which I was surprised at. Because I thought he was like going to be one of those guys that was like, I told you there would be whistles blown soon and whatever. Right, right, but right, right. maybe that's because that's like in his wheelhouse and he doesn't want to be associated with that at all or something. I don't know. But uh, but anyway, he... Uh, uh, he pulled back, um, and they're, I don't know, they're fucking arrested, whatever. But it's crazy that even that level of weird power <laughs> can corrupt, corrupt people. people enough, it's yeah. like, what? Like, I don't know. Like, And I, it, this sounds shitty, but it's like, if anything, after seeing that guy on the Hangar 1 show, I would have said, oh, he was outed as gay or something, because he's just like, he's just a creepy, waxy-faced white guy. Who mm-hmm. seems very awkward on camera, right? But it's really he, he had a Jared Fogel vibe about him, which I guess is underage right. girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same <laughs> but deal. Uh, yeah, but um, anyway, um, but that was interesting. A very big shakeup in the community because MUFON is there. Every single state in the country has a MUFON or a bunch of MUFON chapters or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and we see the the MUFON booth at every fucking. Uh, convention yeah, we've been to, yeah. all three of them. <laughs> every single yeah. convention. Yeah. Hammering years. away. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, and then the biggest news that was all over the place a few days ago is, well, the related news is that basically Bob Lazar, uh, as most of you probably know who he is, uh, has now been corroborated by a fucking Pentagon guy. So, right. um uh, pe- the Pentagon's U- this is the New York Times article so this is posted in the New York Times legit article no longer in the shadows Pentagon's UFO unit will make some findings public and so uh, and everyone was posting this quote from the guy that came out uh, from that program to the news and because he literally said uh, there has been evidence there people have seen craft they're built with materials uh, that we do not have on earth and we wouldn't know how to create right you know right, right. so um, which is exactly all Bob Lazar was saying, is that we literally had extraterrestrial craft that were not from this Earth, and we were reverse engineering those materials to try to make technology and whatever. And basically they were saying there's technology out in the world now that's based off their findings of that stuff. So right, right, right. That is pretty huge. Again, like the, the Pentagon's like, you know, the fucking Navy did it a few months ago, and the fucking Elizondo guys and, and uh, Tom yeah. DeLong and everyone, they were saying it two years ago. Yeah. And it is, it's fascinating that it's like, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of stuff going, COVID's going, all this other stuff, but like, it's like, this is actually fucking crazy huge. Right, right, right. (laughs) That they're admitting to that. Yes. And it's like, I'm not. The fact that they don't have anything. Right. And it's like, I'm not surprised, but at the same time, uh, it's crazy to be not vilified like this was our. uh, quest or something like that. No, vilified is the wrong word. Vilified is yeah, like, oh, uh, you made, made um, into a villain. Vindicated. Vindicated, vindicated yeah. yes. Uh, Vindog. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> um, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, super fascinating. Uh, go read the New York Times article. Just do, you know, New York Times, Pentagon, UFO. Um, but then, yeah, all these other uh, related stories that saying, hey, shit, guys, Bob Lazar was right, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not like this guy said, yes, Bob Lazar was correct, but again, he was 
he was cor- he was corroborating the same exact facts that Bob Lazar had been talking about for right, 30, right, 40 right, years right. now. So uh, super interesting week for the news. So um, or a couple weeks anyway. But um, that MUFON one's nuts. It's like I wonder. I guess move is MUFON one of those organizations. It seems like it is. It's one of those organizations that's uh, big. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a German uh, whatever pants. Um, but uh, he'll send us a. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, we permitted the term. What's up, sluts? <laughs> okay, that's a German fellow, like actual German. H- his his uh, screen name is like German sweatpants something. or something oh, okay. like that, and then that's his uh, his first okay. initial last name. But uh, I believe he's an American man. But right, right. Um, no, but he'll sh- he'll post stories a lot of him listening to our show in the car on the oh, the heads okay. up display on his um, Bluetooth radio thing. Right, right. And uh, which is surreal. It's cool to see that when you hear your own voice or Steve's voice uh, right, coming right, through. Right. Right, right. Uh, when you hear your own voice or Steve's voice, yeah, and or <laughs> <laughs> some uh, some fan reached out to us recently and said, "Holy shit, I've been switching." Might have been on Patreon. They were like, "Holy shit, I've been switching your guys' voices to your faces since the beginning." Oh, so he's like, "Now that I've seen the Twitch, weird. it's a mind fuck that which voice is coming." Who's out of which. What? Where, where? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not that we even had photos. Ex- well, we don't really... there's the logo, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, um, that's <laughs> if you can you figure know. out what we look like off of that, right? It's pretty intense. <laughs> they only got two nipples each. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, this is his first uh, first live here. appearance. Yes. Um, but uh, anyway, speaking of our fans, uh, we have a little segment called "Reaching for the Stars." Where we ask you with a little prolap, wait, probers and probets out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, because then I like the prolapstronauts too. Maybe right. I should make it gender neutral and adapt the prolapstronauts. But um, all you little probers and probets out there, we're asking you to give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast service of choice, wherever mm-hmm. any tor- sort of review is. Any tortoise review is great, just not turtle reviews. We want right, the legs, right, right, right. not the flippers. But um, any uh, five star review is great, but Apple Podcasts is the biggest, the baddest, and we need the most help on that. So. Uh, it helps us rank higher and all that stuff. But we have a few since the last uh, time we recorded. So, um, uh, oh, sorry. The whole point is give us a five-star rating. Review us in the comments of that rating, and we'll read that review and give you a shout-out. So, right. uh, oh, here it is. Kehom Rickhauser uh, via Apple Podcasts United States. I guess he is American. <laughs> um, writes, uh, probe me galactic daddies, five stars. I've been a listener. I've been a listener, Jesus Christ, of the podcast for over a year now, and you guys are great. Incredibly grotesque and entertaining with an unbiased analysis of the show. 10 out of 10 would smash. There you go. Burger. <laughs> Which means he would fuck us, I think. Right. Um, and then uh, the next or enjoy one. enjoy the show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he'd fuck the show, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, well, because smash is sex well, in teenager talk, right. Gen Z talk. But smash know. burgers. That's true. Totally yes. different. <laughs> Consuming. <laughs> you are eating buns at the same right, time. Right, right, so, right. I mean, unless you're doing a paleo burger right, or whatever. Right. So, um, uh, 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 Android Skate via Apple Podcast, and it's spelled S K 8. Which is pretty cool. There you go. Uh, <laughs> writes uh, uh, some coin of podcast uh, five stars. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to read. I'm supposed to Someone's... read a quote from Patreon because they put us over that edge of two fifty right, right, a month right, on Patreon. Right, right. Um, I'll open that in a sec. But uh, uh, some coin of podcast five stars. Uh, this podcast has it all: toilet humor, aliens, porn doctors, <laughs> crazy theories, prolax, prolapses, meat prep, collectibles, dog training, martial arts. And impressions of our favorite favorite ancient alien hosts. That's how you do it. Uh, thank you very much, Android Skate. And then there were some really uh, mean-spirited one-star reviews. <laughs> but one of them I skipped, actually, because it looked like a one-star review, but the title right. is One-Star Reviews Are Whack. Are whack. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Five yeah. stars from uh, Nerdmeyer, Nerdmeyer, 
who just wrote noise. Yeah. Noise. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I think we have. Uh, Is there um, a, a new box? a new Patreon? I think there actually might be a cast box too. Um, but on patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, uh, our newest, let's see, is it a message? It's a message. Hold on one second. Sorry for the delay. Steve's internet is very slow. Well, we've got a lot going on here. Oh yeah. This is, um, uh, oh, Christian Hardcastle was the guy that, uh, who's been a longtime fan who screwed up our, um, faces, faces to voices. But yeah, uh, we have our newest patron, uh, all one word, Eddie Balls. And <laughs> Eddie Ball says, hey, guys, been listening to you guys for a bit now and absolutely love the show. Decided to finally become a patron. I need a gift for getting you to a sick $250 total. Can you quote the best sentence Childress ever said? This is from back in the day. Thanks for the prolapse. And he gives the quote here. So this is in the Childress oh, voice. They said uh, the drunk 66 said. Oh, hey, that's, there that's we fine. go. Skunkster 66. Skunkster, sorry. <laughs> Six, six, the six. drunk six six. six. Finally made it to show. Now. <laughs> I can watch you guys and yes. edge to my suppressed oh, memories. Oh, oh, <laughs> Um Here's the quote: uh, uh, When archaeologists first started examining this thing in the 1950s, they said that they could never conceive of the ancient Greeks <laughs> having such complicated machinery. Oh, this must be the ankylosaurus device, mm. that computer thing. Uh, and, and in fact, they said this was. Tantamount to finding a jet airplane in the tomb of King Tut, which is which <laughs> is fucking retarded. Because <laughs> um, it's like, also, how does a statistician create those odds? Like, right, right. oh, let's use the tomb of King Tut. So, oh, it's a you know, it's seventy square feet or whatever. You can't even like, how does that go into odds? Like, like right, I don't right. understand how. I don't know, but which sounds like it's not a scientific, statistic based statement. It's Thanks. just some guy. Being dismissive and going, oh yeah, it's like fan the fucking yeah, the playing Doom yeah, King yeah. Tut. But anyway, um, uh, I wonder who the they he's mentioning. That's I mean that's an old episode, so I can't remember. Mm. But anyway, Eddie Balls, thank you very much for supporting the show. Um, oh yeah, that Xavier Murtaugh, who's a new patron. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the guy that has a very nice headshot with a suit on. Oh yeah, uh, he's an Aussie. That. He's an Aussie listener. Oh, well, that makes sense. Um, and he said, because uh, I. Of course, when he was very nice and was like, hey, guys, great show, whatever, you know, blah, 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 kangaroos, uh, I did a bunch of just stupid Australian terminology, like bogan and this and that, whatever. Right. And then he wrote, uh, g'day, mates. To be honest, I think you blokes have the right platform to make him a superstar. Because, And he's referring right. to uh, how we could get, we, he, we wish we could get a high-paying gig like the BBC Neanderthal one, two, oh, three guy. Right, 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 <laughs> one, right. two, three. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he said, uh, could I request you reach out and gain management rights of that ripper voice or at least shout him a tinny, shout him a tinny for that effort. So of he's, the, of he's that giving, guy? He's giving me back the oh. actual Aussie lingo. And he said, cheers, right. fellas. So yeah. thanks, Xavier Murtaugh. Because I was going to say, the one, two, three guy's already famous. Exactly. He's already done. Well, that's <laughs> he what he's saying. Yeah. Well, he, he's saying, I kind I might agree, he's a rising star, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it, I every feel couple like years, everyone's little brothers again. see the YouTube video yeah, and yeah. it just restarts. And all I Little Science just like posts it like it's new and yes, it's not. Exactly. I remember when the I Fucking Love Science page was one British scientist gal who was yeah. running it all herself. She got it up to like four million likes or something. And eventually, and she kept saying, like, people are trying to buy this out, but fuck them because they're just going to make it a clickbait thing. Right, right. And, and then, not even criticizing her, but they probably gave her, I don't know, some absurd somewhere. amount of yeah. millions of dollars, bought the page, because now it's like 50 million fucking people right, like right, that right. page, but it is pretty clickbaity. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of sucks, but it's like one out of every 10 stories is like a real is fine story. Enough, but yeah. Or there's something there. It's not just what the title was. It's like right. when you read it, you're like, oh, they didn't 
right. get to anywhere beyond what the yeah. caption It's not was. a TLDR. Right, right. Which I literally only learned what that was maybe in like November or mm. something that it was too long, didn't yeah. read. <laughs> I just always see people get yelled at who write that. So I'm like, I don't know. It means you didn't do something. Right. <laughs> we'll bring it back in six months like the, oh, right, yes. Right, and right, all right. <laughs> TLDR, bro. <laughs> It'll come back. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, uh, uh, oh, then this is going to be the uh, Eddie Balls <laughs> uh, sponsored segment. Uh, how you doing, Steve? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, are trucking along again. The weather is beautiful right yeah. now. Uh, we played a little disc golf today. Yeah. At, a lake. at, lake at the, at the <laughs> lake. Lake meeting. Lake with the family. You had a lake meeting that you had to keep. Lake meeting. Yes. Uh, wasn't too hot. Uh, there was a lot of bugs because of the heat lacking because mm-hmm. you want it to get hot. Right. But um, yeah, no, it was a safe trip up. Yeah. Uh, Vincent's for my nephew's first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a blast. Nice. And God, that's his first time there. Yeah. My brother wow. just hadn't gone in like 20 years. So. Right. Um, and then, yeah, we did hit some traffic. So people are out and about oh. again, out on the old dusty roads and highways. Is that the 101? 101. Okay. Uh, hit some traffic just in, you know, just outside of Ventura, then kind of um, in the valley. Yeah. Uh, All that magic mountain traffic. Exactly. Well, that's off the five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, come on. Uh, <laughs> well, come on. Come on. Come it on. either is or it isn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just go with it. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it was good. How about you? Yeah, what'd you do this? I don't even know if we talked about what you did this Uh weekend exactly. Um, no, it was a good weekend. Uh, Friday night, I believe, was pretty mellow. I cooked up some, or no, that was Saturday. I cooked up some steaks at some point this weekend. Been perfecting my my recipe, and uh, it it's Worcestershire sauce, salt and pepper. Right. Um, (laughs) Really master. (laughs) But it is all in the sear. Now, I did clean the grill bars on my grill because I'd never done that. I mean, I scraped the top. I never cleaned underneath. I never even thought to. Well, some, But there's so many things falling. Some say that's good. Some say that's bad. Because you almost, like in a smoker and stuff, you yeah. want to, they call that seasoning. And sure. that's what you actually go for. Right, right. Grunt gets but I was getting a lot of meat, no matter how much I seared it, like starting to stick to it a little bit on certain spots mm-hmm. of the grill. And it's because there were so many stalag mites or yeah, tights. fat. It started to like wrap oils. around and I couldn't even get to the scraping. So yeah, I yeah, yeah. lifted them, scraped them up. Everything seared better, like and cooked yeah, easier, right you know, because I think just more heat was hitting the metal and then hitting the yeah. meat. So um, now, what you can do is you can just put that on the ground, let your dogs go to town. On exactly, it, yes, they'll <laughs> clean it right. All off. that five-year-old <laughs> char. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, oh yeah, uh, my wife and I played disc golf on Friday night. That's what we did. There you go. Uh, we had some Desano pizza. Which is in L.A. and Mitch from uh, the Doughboys always talks about Desanos. Okay, uh, it says it was his really gross Mitch voice too, mm. so it kind of made me think about it. But it's very good. Yes, um, we watched Black Rain, starring Michael Douglas, which is a weird sounds you know like a porn or something, but um, it's a, a weird Ridley Scott movie that I've never fucking heard of or seen before. But the Action Boys sounds reviewed it, familiar. and he's yeah. a cop, a motorcycle. In, he's not a motorcycle cop. But he is a cop that has a cool motorcycle. He's like in motorcycle culture from in right. New York. Okay, who then through a series of events, has to go back to Japan to fight Yakuza guys and all this stuff. So okay. it's 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 good. It's like it's good enough to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. It's fine review. enough. Yeah. And then um, yeah, and then uh, uh, Saturday I fucking cannot remember what the fuck we did. But then Sunday had um, uh, really good um, martial arts training with my stepdaddy, um, my brother-in-law Nick, because I can't train as I've said before with my larger group. Because I just don't know where they've all been. Yeah, my family at least we all work from home and see each other regularly, so we take that right. risk. But it's potted up enough. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
yeah, but uh, my stepdaddy still came out. And the two the two person sessions sometimes when it's just one on one is nice because then you can kind of tailor things to their shortcomings, mistakes, whatever. Yeah, and that in turn helps me a lot too. So it was really good. It was it was humid as fuck like it was like it mm. wasn't that it was crazy hot it was 80 degrees but it was like just wet we were out in some grass and it was just like thick we yeah, were just yeah, fucking yeah. Thick. especially when you're in the grass it, it that that holds that humidity that's when you drive right. out you see the fog and stuff I exactly in football and, and everything in the summer for like hell weeks and yes. everything it's just like Ugh. this is effed because right. you just feel even in those hot days it's still yes. just seeping out of and the now ground. when you see that you probably have sense memories of feeling like you want to fucking puke and uh and it's not too bad but yeah now i mean because you, you, you see it, you probably have sense memories of yes, wanting you... to puke and all that <laughs> uh honestly hmm, thought, i thought you took an yeah. improv class yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, i was just gonna say is that honest or improv i don't know i don't know anymore um yeah but it's yeah. delicious yeah <laughs> uh but that was good uh my brother-in-law couldn't come because they my family had a whole Temecula weekend last weekend in oh, the right. fucking hundred thousand degree heat, but uh, they were in a really, very a very nice house. But yeah. my brother in law, who's also part of my martial arts group, uh, did not put any. He did oh, not reapply any sunscreen boy. on in that two pool? hours after a pool going in the pool, and they were in the pool for seven hours. Ugh. So he got sun poisoning. Ooh, he, he, it got to the point where his skin was turning yellow Blistering. underneath the sunburn. Oh, so he had second degree burns. Yeah. So which is you know you just have to kind of aloe it up and whatever. Or was he just not he was attention? he was I mean, drunk. Yeah. He he was smart. He's like every single time in the pool the, the rest of the weekend, I you know sunscreen took precautions, drank water. But he's like that last day for some reason it was him just and just my sister, out. my yeah. older sister. They because they didn't want to go back out to more wineries and gift shops oh, and so shit. So they stayed at home. And so they stayed just... back at the pool. For that last, the last full day, because then the yeah, next yeah. day they left. But he just like he's like he couldn't even lift his arms up for five days, let alone train. Because like, he like he likes to disc golf. He's like I wanted to golf and I couldn't. Yeah. And I've da, had da. those where you can't put a shirt on and then yes. you just yeah yeah he was working without his shirt hurts. all week. Yeah, <laughs> he works from home. Right, so. right, right. right. Thank <laughs> he's married, ladies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he sent some pictures on like Thursday of his. Uh, Fucking blistery yellow skin. Like, oh god! Yeah. But my wife actually, when she was younger, fell asleep out on the beach mm. one time, and she's very pale. Yeah, and it was so bad. It was second in some some startings of third degree burns, but she had to like have prescription aloe and all this shit, you know, applied to her. But then she's she's a peeler and a picker, so she started peeling too early and before scabby. it was healing, and then yeah. it got infected underneath because the skin was too raw yeah, yeah, and yeah. couldn't it's protect like itself yeah. exactly. You know, I mean, so. Yes, but uh, uh, that but is yeah, rough. I haven't had a sun poisoning like that in a long time. Thank no, I, I yeah. Again, like I always tell people, it's like those gray days yeah. at the beach. The UV index. I, I watch tourists. I'm like, they are all fucked. Yeah, because like growing <laughs> up as a kid, you're like, oh yeah, it's not that bad. Right. And then it's like, nope, it's, it's it's overcast. Yeah, and it's you get so fried. And then the other that, like fo- almost focus the rays. Or I mean, in some, some weird people way? say that, but I, it's mostly just that the UV rays are the ones getting through, not right. the light rays as much. So and then people are negligent because like, they're not feeling the heat. Exactly. So, so, that, so they're like, yeah. oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, and yeah. then you're just overcooked. Right. And then one time I was at Wild Rivers, put on sunscreen, yeah. jumped into the water immediately, washed off. Yes. And I thought I had reapplied then. Yeah. Totally disgustingly totally burnt. fucked. Yeah. Um, uh, and then yeah. Uh, lastly, I am. Uh, I finished The Last of Us Part Two for the second time, so my wife could watch. Should she watch the whole thing? Oh wow. Um, which was a great game, but it's again, it's like Schindler's List, where I don't really ever need to play it again because it's very dark, dire, and, and stressful, and, but yeah. very good. So I'm playing uh, Ghost of Tsushima now, which is like going to be kind of the last ish playstation exclusive before the new systems come out in mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. fall so and it's like an open world samurai game it's good it's a nice change of pace from 
The Last of Us, but it feels like a game that should have come out three years ago. Animation's a, a little clunky, like there's some wonky Assassin's Creed-y kind of things to it, but um, plus as a as a sword fighter myself, right? Uh, the katana is a big worthless piece of shit to me anyway, <laughs> but the, even the principles of how they fight are like, it's weird. Games always get it half right, and then they basically, you build up, you, you hack at people and whatever, and block, block, block this, and then that builds up some sort of powerful finishing move that you can do, which usually means they attack you, you bind with their weapon and cut them or stab them at the same time. It's like, well, that's the real way you fight. Why not just do it every time? Right, but right. again, they want to space these things. It's like, this game is like, it's good. It's trying to be very grounded in 13th century Japan culture. So it's a really pretty game. It's cool. And the concepts are cool. But uh, you can still, like, you, the enemies can still get cut with a fucking sword like seven times before right, they die. Right. And it's like, come on, guys. And then they'll have these duels, which are very um, Akira, Akira, Akira Kurosawa-esque, because mm. um, that was their inspiration for this game, the style of it. But even then, then you take more hits. You have to fucking, right. fucking hit and stab the guy like 17 times. So anyway, but uh, other than that, it's fun. It's still a nice... Um, it's not like Goku back there who can just... Super yeah, um, yeah. I my my area got sabotaged over here, but uh, Fat Matt did it. But his dad pays the bills at the house, you know. Right. So <laughs> Steve and Matt live here rent free. All the bills yeah, paid, yeah. Um, but we no just dogs have to allowed. Take care of old Dickery. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what uh, Dick calls his penis. Exactly. It, it's a rough life, old Dickery. Yeah. Um, but the hickory dickory. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I think we're ready to. Jump get into some of these fucking animals, huh? This it is weird that this episode was all just these like Swedish bestiality clips, right? Censored, right, right. of yeah, course, yeah, of course, yeah, blurred um, as such. But uh, I don't know if it was a troll thing. I don't know if this came out a few years ago. Why they kept it like yeah. that? And Sue's got in trouble, I think, for this episode too, because he right? is Swedish. He was, He's yeah. like, hey, hey, back home, he was, this is just fine. Yeah, you know? he, they they attacked his hard drives, and, and right. you know, it 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 went to a dark place. Yes. Dogs <laughs> can consent. To right. Come he on. kept trying to push uh, yeah. an unblocking feature right. that he has exactly. that like re-unscrambles the scramble. Right. Uh, and Ron Anakin was like super into it. Childress out yeah. of it. He yes. said, oh, God, no. Yeah. This is not my thing. I'm a puppy Paw Patrol man. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, Paw Patrol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, pre- I'm, I'm prepping to have uh, you know nephews or nieces someday even though I don't have Children, but right. I want a niece or a nephew someday. Yeah, yeah. So I watch all the children's show and Nick yeah. Jr. and uh, PBS and yeah. all those things. It's just my category. Prepare. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the, a, they say I'm childish. I'm yeah. childish. I could go on, yeah. on Jeopardy, you know, on, on Kids Jeopardy and just wipe, wipe the floor. I was going to yeah. say sweep the floor <laughs> <laughs> with the those lake. little fuckers. But yeah. uh, um, also, have you watched Cobra Kai? No. Speaking of Sweep the Leg, I kind of want to, but it, it's going to be on Netflix in August. Oh, yeah, because YouTube, YouTube Red. gave up all scripted content. Exactly, yes. So. They kind of bailed on their, right, their premium right. content, They realized so. they were just not, right. not cutting it. Again, YouTube, just be produ- a production studio and sell it to other more popular places where people yeah. watch long-form content, you know? They're so obsessed with being a long form, like you not well, you don't get, they say them then they can sell more ads exactly. Like, it's like, but they premise. but their like sweet spot is eighteen to forty minutes, and I'm like, come on, guys, that's not what fucking YouTube is for. Yeah, yeah. And Unless I you're watching a lot educational of stuff. Or well, something, and but. I think a lot of that's tarnished by music. Yeah, it's a lot of people watching or True. listening to yeah. music via YouTube. Yeah. So that then adds yeah. is like crazy. Says the guy who's been watching twenty minute disc golf videos all on that YouTube. Too. I was gonna say for weeks. These, yeah, instructional <laughs> videos. So. But yeah, um, yeah. Other than that, we'll uh, take a little break here. 
and we'll we'll start diving into these pups and and we're back. Oh. Howl, howl, yip, yip, <laughs> yip, yip, yip. <laughs> take that knot and take a sip and get a rip. Um, yeah, as we said, this animal is this animal. This episode is mostly about animal husbandry with humans. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we had to clean that screen, huh? Yeah, I meant to last time. It's weird, but it don't, you don't see anything. No, and nothing on there. sprint. Like I sit here, mm-hmm. I don't ever mess around there. Right. So I don't know what's dripping or collecting or how it gets gunk on it. It's got to just be. I mean, just moisture from the it air does, and yeah. over time. But yeah, because this wind sliders open and junk, yeah, so jism. Um, but um, yeah, this episode is sadly not about bestiality, as we said yeah. before. But it is. It was surprising in a way, <laughs> and it's kind of, I wouldn't say it was boring, because it was kind of boring, but it was... Yeah, it, it kind of zoned out a little bit. It was informationless. It was, It literally, most of the time, was just a history of animals in mythology yeah, and religion. how we worship them. That's it. You know? And then it went into a little bit of like crossbreeding with humans right. and stuff. But yeah, it was all, just... All subjects, they've talked to death right. on this show. Right, right, so. right. Because again, it was just, if they've obsessed this much about animals, they must be important. And if they must right. be important, they must have helped society. If they help society, then right. they must be aliens. Like exactly. this like, very long chain of... Yes. And of course, the, the, the gods were aliens. And that's right. like, okay, and that, that's how they keep looping it back to exactly. be relevant to the show. Now... This episode was almost zoophilic because there is a high def slow motion repeated uh, scene of a beetle <laughs> spraying hot oh, jizz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. That opening sequence, Woo. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And Matt's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, they keep replaying this freaking beetle yes. blasting yes. some sort of rocket, rocket fuel <laughs> yes. out of it. Yeah, it's hydrogen per- peroxide and hydrogen something else, which is the essence of ro- how rocket fuel is yeah, made. Yeah, yeah, and they just keep doing this like slow-mo <laughs> spray and pray, like looping. Like, yes. Jesus. That, that is where the episode Even gets this kind is of... a little offensive yeah. to me. <laughs> well, it's like the uh, Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia where they keep showing the cane toad uh, oh, yeah. poison Oozy. squirting out and stuff, or whatever that toad is, and they go, "Why does this oh. keep the toad have?" Yeah, and it just, but it's just so zitty and jizzy and stuff. It's, right, right, ugh, right, it's gross. But, uh, uh, but yeah, that that beetle. Once we get to that point, that's when the episode. The, the, like, I at least like agreeing with it or not. When the episode tries to take a swing and make a point about ancient astronaut theory, right? It tries to find smoking guns that regular science or archaeology can't explain and say, look, this is the most logical answer that assuming advanced aliens exist, they likely would have done this. Like, sure, we can we can at least talk about that. Right. As opposed to just the first half of this episode, which is Egyptians worship the Apis bull. And then it's like, even with Rami Ramani on there, I'm like, great, I'm glad this Egyptologist is telling me about what the Apis bull was, but right. I could fucking look that up on Wikipedia. Like, right, that's right, not right. why I watch the show. Knowledge. Yeah. They didn't say, you know, uh, there was evidence the Apis bull came in a craft of some co- sort and seeded the world's humans with cum and whatever and, right, you know, right. bukkake beetles and shit like that. Yeah. You know, it's just like, there's no point. It's just, uh, yeah, we've been talking to and worshiping and uh, even turning into animals in religious stories since time imm- immemorial. Yeah. I'm like, that's great, but that's not why I watch this show, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, the episode starts off 
seems like it's going to be kind of interesting at first. Starts off in Houston, 1992, and uh, our old implant cowboy himself, Daryl Sims, is <laughs> on the case of was on the I case. Pulled out twenty different ones. <laughs> <laughs> there was double D's. There was triple F's. Yeah. There were Z cups in there. They I don't know who would want that, but calf, I sure wouldn't turn it calf down. Installments. <laughs> Calf installments. <laughs> yeah, guys, bro, I got some calf installments. They, they were skipping leg day, apparently. <laughs> I'm sick of looking like yeah. a chicken at the gym, bro. <laughs> they even had them in their shins, and they <laughs> said no one else could have a muscle there, but right. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would put one in the shin and then two on the calf, so it's still proportionally exactly. yeah, big. Yeah, you thick know? void out. They wanted Popeye legs. so. Uh, but yeah, Daryl Sims is... The cowboy, <laughs> cowboy, laureate ha- of yeah, the- <laughs> exactly, yeah, uh, yeah. The cowboy laureate of con- of contact in the desert. Yeah. Uh, he, I remember seeing his picture a lot at both Alien Con and then seeing him at Contact in the Desert. Yeah. His whole thing is he's like the implant detective. <laughs> well, and one of them, I remember, I think it was at Contact. You're like, oh, it's that's not this guy, and I'm like, no, that's the guy from the show, and we were like, mm-hmm. oh fuck, he looks way. Similar, but way different. Yes. Too. Just very he looks odd. really old now. Yeah. Which is crazy because this episode was only in 2017 and we were right. at contact in 2019. Right. He looked fucking 10 to 15 years older at the show, at the, the right, event. Right, right, right. Than he did on the show. But um, he's cowboy hatless because I think it would take up the whole frame uh, if he had it on. But he's talking about this case and how there were like eight people separately, didn't know each other, all in the Houston area, got abducted. And and three days later, they were all abducted again. And even again, without knowing each other, they all reported like the exact same experience, which is interesting. Again, I don't want a porn detective uh, right. on the case. Uh, I just want a fucking Who's gonna intelligent jab me for pieces of metal, right? <laughs> like, can't there just be an intelligent, open-minded man? Yeah, who is smart and applies a scientific method? Yeah, to because all the know? things they talked about that they pulled out of people was like bullshit. It was like little flickers of it was like. You stepped on shards of metal. Exactly. Like we pulled it out and it tested and we couldn't figure it out. Right. And, but then they could find out what kind of metal. Oh my. What the hell? Oh. Keeps, <laughs> keeps. Okay. Um, Anyways, yeah. It's all over the place, the clicking, yeah, the, too. Yeah. I, I got to wipe it down. Got to like later. turn it off and Windex yeah, it. Yeah. But because okay. um, again, we have a touch screen as our main computer yeah. monitor <laughs> for weird reasons. But yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, what was report the key thing to this the key element of the story is that they all reported being not only abducted with, abducted with these other humans but also the kind of abductees there were other aliens like that were being abducted too mm-hmm. which is always interesting when some alien race maybe abducts not only humans but lots of alien races to study um, that at least makes it net less narcissistic mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's not always just people in there it's like oh no there's all these other weird aliens in there too making the ga- the galactic milieu of races of aliens a little yeah, more yeah, yeah. big and maybe more realistic, you know. So, uh because just just because one race of aliens of of intelligent species is super advanced, there could be a ton of other ones that are within a few hundred years of us, you know, whether they're a little less, a little more, whatever, but they're still aliens. They just don't right, have to right, be right. advanced, right? There could be Fucking grays out there that are in the cowboy age, you know, on their planet for all we know. Yeah, there's so. a whole thing of, like, intelligent, then how intelligent, and right. then the whole theory of, like, one of the theories of why we haven't seen aliens is because when you get to that level, you don't care, or you have right. killed yourself, so you right. can't even get to that level because <laughs> yes. of all the things. Um, but uh, they they were all led into uh, a very strange room, and Sooks uh, alerts us here and elaborates on it. He says... 
they were led into this room that it was right out of a science fiction movie, which is always kind of weird when they say that because that's just psychological, but uh, with these glass cases and glass tubes. And according to their eyewitness reports, in these glass cases, they saw creatures they had never seen before, but also creatures from planet Earth. And, and they literally hold, they show some cows, some snakes, and then they have a tiger with wings as what their c- shitty CG is panning over. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. Like, if they described a tiger with wings, that'd be cool, I guess. Right, but right, it's right. like, why didn't, if you have these eyewitness reports, maybe tell us about why? them. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, because yeah. it seems to be the whole point of the episode, and they never come back to this ever. They introduce this very modern kind of thing, and then we just talk about the fucking animal-faced Ezekiel angel, and then we talk yeah. about Anubis and all the Egyptian gods and Zeus turning into a geese to fuck a chick yeah, and yeah, all this yeah. stuff. But um, uh, Childress chimes in here, too, and he says, Thousands of abductees have given us information on a wide variety of extraterrestrial beings in all kinds of shapes and forms. Insectoid. Octopoid. <laughs> Octopoid. <laughs> Animals we all have on Earth. And so, um, or sorry, no, I skipped ahead. Insectoid. Octopoid. Looking like giant cats or birds. <laughs> like, great. You named <laughs> yeah, some <they're>, animals. Yeah. <laughs> Arch nemesis. Yeah. Uh, Jason Martell, who is completely worthless to the show anymore. And I think the producers even see that because he's on, I think this episode he has two very quick little hits, but he's probably been on less than five times this entire season. And then there was a couple seasons I don't think he was on at all. So, because he really, again, he doesn't have any, any gravitas. He has no fucking shtick. He has no... He he doesn't dress as cool as Giorgio or like Wilcock or Medallion or William Henry, but his hair is it's weird enough to be annoying, but it's not as weird as Sukalos to give him personality or Wilk whatever. So, um, and he doesn't seem as nice as Childress. Like he doesn't even have like, hey, I'm a normal dude. He seems like a fucking weird dickhead. So, yeah. um, he probably has a weird shaped dickhead too. Yeah, but like a real weird flat wide mushroom <laughs> thing or whatever. Peniel or whatever the <laughs> Peronis. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um. Because they had a commercial for that. A on big TV pepperoni dick, today. where it's a super yeah. curved dick, right? Something. So there's yeah. some sort of pills or disease. I don't know. Yeah. Apparently, it hits scar tissue. I remember on Loveline, scar tissue builds up and yeah. pulls it to Matt's one like, side. What the fuck are they talking about? And I was like, you got pepperoni sort of dick like, or yeah. something? Something with your ding dong. <laughs> um, we've got Italian beer in his dick. Yeah. <laughs> pills. Um, <laughs> pepperoni. No, I, uh, come on. <laughs> uh, Jason Martell says, uh, uh, "Who you know, formerly the slick back kid. I don't even think he's worth having a nickname anymore." But he says. Could there be an extraterrestrial lineage from animals here that we have on Earth? It's like, this is very confusing, too. They talk about this later in the show where it's like, are animals on other planets our future or our past? Like, saying we evolved into them or from them because aliens also seeded other planets with the same DNA they seeded Earth. It's very complicated. They just they just don't, the, the, the episode fizzles out by the end of it. It has a really weak point, right? Right, right. Um, they're pointing out that in recent years, people are starting to question the theory of Darwinian evolution, right? And so uh, it's fun because they show a bunch of puppies on screen. Really cute. It's like a, just a cute dog montage. Yeah. And um, I think his name's Peter Ward or Paul Ward. He's the scientist that is uh, showing Giorgio the beetle bukkake thing. He's been on the show a decent amount in the last mm. couple seasons, but um, he is like, he's like, hey, he's making the point about how evolution is more likely a mix of standard Darwinian evolution plus selective breeding. Because yeah. he's like, he's like, 
Look in just a thousand years, look at how many fucking hundreds of dog breeds we have in different shape, sizes, whatever. In just a thousand years of selectively breeding these animals, right. which is a really good With point. With the most happening in the last like 100, 150 years. Exactly. Like, right? That's when it was the most aggressive to like really fuck with all right and he's like yeah with the westminster fucking breed standards and all this weird bullshit and so because he's he's making the point of like all these fuckers started as a handful of different wolf offshoots yeah and now you have a fucking chihuahua and a pug and all this all these nightmare mutant dogs who should not look like that and are not healthy (laughs) and couldn't again like they always say like if there was a big apocalypse Almost none of those dogs would survive. They have to be able to run around, jump on stuff, mate, you know, all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, be breathe. able to breathe without yeah. surgeries and things like that. So, um, but, uh, but, 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 and then uh, Jonathan Brandenburg is on for some reason to talk about time travel. Animal, <laughs> you would hope, but he's talking about animal biology. Right. And this is where he just sounds like a fucking old man who's ignorant about things. He's like, there are fossils of. Giraffes with short necks that we found, and uh, then we have the present fossils uh, with the long necks, and there's no intermediate form. All their software would have to be rewritten. Their oxygen levels, their hearts, their nervous system would all have to change. And you're telling me this all happened overnight? And I'm like, you're a fucking astrophysicist, right? You deal with vast amounts of space and time and you're gonna fucking be the asshole that goes well hey man where's the missing link you can't fucking yeah. prove that oh overnight this giraffe turned in it's like yeah. overnight you idiot is hundreds of thousands if not millions of years you fucking well idiot, and it's hard you know? to find fossils in these bones so fossils or truels yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but to find those so to find the exact hey we found one from this time this time mm-hmm. it's like it's pretty rough so and that's I made that point. Um, I know. Chat buzz, Luna Skrill. Um, it's just so funny that no matter how much we use Twitch, it's still surprising. <laughs> it's such well, a complicated thing. Well, it's a thing. dumb stream labs and then yeah. weird computer. So. Um, but, you know, I, I made that point. Yo, I made that point uh, that um, exactly what you were saying. Literally, I don't know, within the last three episodes, this fucking show made the point to prove their own points that... You can't. You know how hard it is to find a fossil. It has to be the perfect storm. A fucking giraffe has to fall right. into a tarp. It's like, okay, idiots. Then why the fuck are you letting Brandenburg or anyone saying, oh, but you know, if the fossil record record were perfect, like we think it is, it's like no, you said it wasn't right. a few episodes ago. Right, you know, right, so right. this is where I'm just like, you guys sound like fucking morons right, on this right, episode. Right. And Grove Snake said, I've never watched F is for Family, but sounds like Paso from F is for Family. Oh, so the Brandenburg guy? I guess, yeah. Oh, F, F is for Family is the Netflix. Bill Burr show. Yeah. He's a Boston comic, and feel, he's got yeah. a black wife. I feel like maybe I've fallen asleep watching. <laughs> Not, Not like that's like a bad, bad thing. Way, he does a lot but... of bits about having a black wife. Right. Um, but, uh, no, I feel like I've maybe... not. I'm not going to say tried to watch a show, but mm-hmm. maybe watched an episode or two. I think I my brother-in-law, know. Nick, has or watched it. passed out. Yeah. One of those, like, oh, I'll put it on, then just, like, instantly falls asleep. He says it's occasionally funny. It's a little heavy sometimes. Uh... But mostly it's kind of just, it's like, it's like just entertaining. It's not always right, laugh right. out loud funny, but it's fine to be yeah, on. So. Yeah. And I'm not saying fall asleep bad because it's like when I watch stuff, I fall asleep all the time. Yes. I'm the so, opposite. I'm yeah. one of those people who cannot fall asleep until there's no distractions oh, at all. Yeah. I wish I could sometimes, but because everyone's like, oh, you never fall asleep in a movie? I'm like, not once in my life mm-hmm. unless I was up for three days with a horrible fever and being sick right, or whatever, right. and then you just pass out, but uh, never like 
on my own. But we bounce over to Manchester, England. And uh, in 2015, at the University of Manchester, 800 animal mummies were being studied, from Egypt, of course, yeah. were being studied, and they were using new imaging technology to, without fucking the mummies up, to see what living thing was inside, see yeah. some skeletal shit and skin, whatever. Um, even though they then show a bunch of mummies, animals unwrapped. But it was animals, right? So uh, we have Talk Thompson on here, who, again... He's like, he should be a porn doctor, but I think he's just an anthropology doctor, yeah. like professor, you know? Doctor, whatever. Doctor. I think he doctor. does have a PhD. Um, but he has the fucking ponytail. He's got the beard. He yeah. looks like he should be wearing, fuck, having a fucking rain stick and doing all this weird shit. Yeah. But uh, He's a teacher in um, knowledge. So he's a tick and he's talk. Exactly. Yes. Oh, he's the tick talk. Exactly, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> um, well, he made billions of dollars selling the rights to the the app name to the yeah, Chinese. Yeah, because he was the first TikTok. one to line it up. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, he's on, and he's just, he's just like, he's like, oh, yeah, it was mostly, you know, cats, dogs, and alligators all over the place. It was, cat, it was like those three animals, because they were kind of sacred, whatever, yeah. I guess. They showed, like, monkeys and shit, too. But um, they this was actually the most interesting fact of the whole show, is that in 2015, under the Temple of Anubis in Egypt, who's the jackal-headed god, he's the judge, of you in the afterlife. Yeah. Uh, they found 8 million dog mummies, like just dog mummies. And then, uh, and I just wrote puppy <laughs> after that, because they, I mean, they show this huge cavern and it just looks like what you would order a poster tube, like a poster from online. Yeah. Yon line, Yon has online. Right, right. Uh, my favorite website. <laughs> it's my favorite hookup site. Yeah. Um, no, it looks like a bunch of poster tubes, like these kind of four inch diameter tubes where, these dogs and cats were all, or the dogs in this in this case were all mummified in there. It's pretty crazy, but um, they estimate that at least in each in all of Egypt, at least seventy million mummies of animals have been found, mm-hmm. and that's and then uh, you know Linda Magliacco or whatever she's like always on the show. She's like those are just the ones that have been found. found yeah, she's like there probably are hundreds of millions of these fuckers all over the place. So so they ask like why are they mummifying these animals am- am- right? And then uh, Rami, Ramani, rams it in here. He comes on the show. He's in he's in classic Rami mode, where I think this footage might have been from a couple years ago. Pretty, yeah. Um, he doesn't have the the sky blue shirt. He doesn't have the hat. Yeah, he's just yeah. in his like the longer hair. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm on Ancient Aliens. It's a big yeah. break for me. History. It's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he says uh, he rams it in and says the reason that huge amounts of animals were mummified in Egypt was. Because they believed those animals were sacred. It's the equivalent of lighting a candle at church. And so that was a cool analogy for it, you know. Um, And then this is where the whole episode just goes off on the rails of, hey, all cultures thought lots of animals were sacred things. You know, it's they're going into guardian spirits and totems and protector gods and aliens, you know, gods with animal faces and hybrids and this and, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah. uh, we get Rabbi Zadok on here. We get a Zadok talk. Zadok talk. Um, and he says, uh, uh, animals have always played a very interesting role in the Bible. Uh, one of the races of angels themselves was uh, who were called the sons of God. It was uh, witnessed by Ezekiel in his famous chariot vision, are in Hebrew called chayat, which translates to animals. And they indeed had the faces of animals, lions, eagles, and the like. And they're showing... The picture of the wheels within wheels thing, and then next to it is a bunch of uh, fucking animal head puppets all mashed together with angel wings around it. 
It is funny, though. There's even a meme going around recently where it's like angels in Renaissance paintings and it's beautiful men and women or whatever. And then it's like angels in the Bible and it's just like, uh, it's literally like a real cat with like 50 little googly eyes stuck to its its body. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, but it's funny because they just say like these angels are these fucking huge, weird, amorphous things with eyes everywhere and they can see everything. It's like very strange, you know? Um, Medallion Man is, you know, William Henry's pointless on this fucking episode too. Uh, could it be that these were the same animal-faced extraterrestrials that were visiting different cultures around the same time? Because they've just listed off, hey, Egypt likes animal gods, and so do the Mayans, and Zeus was fucking, you know, again, he was a, a rape goose and all this kind of stuff. So they're kind of just doing the, I'm sure there's a name for this, but like they're overloading you with information. Like It's like, here's a wealth of information, so you must think it's true. You know, I'm sure there's a fucking official fallacy that that's called like confirmation bias something like that but they do that quite a bit on the show it's like oh here's 20 factoids but they're all factoids based on religion which doesn't mean they're all just wrong but it does mean they're all in question because of all the supernatural stuff and again i know it sounds dumb but the reason it's it's like okay if all this shit was going on then why did it just stop why did it stop when people were literate and could read and kind of critically think for themselves, why did all the magic stuff stop? Right. Why are we fucking stuck in this magicless hell where we're bitching and moaning about is this true or not or where do we go and all this stuff? It just seems ridiculous. But um, we go to Vegas, baby, to Luxor, where the buffet is still closed. Um, but not the wind buffet. You can go there, oh, apparently. And order off a menu or something I and think they, bring it to I you? I think they do it Korean barbecue style now. So, uh, um, well, which it, But it comes out prepared. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I no, just I know, mean I know, I know, yeah. it's an all-you-can-eat model as opposed right. to the actual hands-on buffet. Exactly. Um, but no, we go it's to Luxor. All order. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, wouldn't that be funny? It's all it's all the waiter chooses to let you order, right? And it's a very judgmental yeah, yeah. kind of place. But oh, you want multiple peanut which butters? Means, which means, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, which means you have to like really be cool and like, yeah. um, like not small talk. You have to really. Yeah. Schmooze. Schmooze. The, um, the waiter. The waiter or waitress. waitress, yes. it's. I was just talking to my wife about that. And I was like, it's funny how people are trying to be very aware to just say actor now for whether it's a male or female, mm-hmm. but we still say waiter and waitress when it probably should be waiter, right. but I don't know. Um, wait person. Exactly. Wait staff. You're talking Servant. about I wait again? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you have four peanut butters. I Come mean, on, man. I mean, <laughs> do you need those? You know how many calories are in peanut butter? Four? <laughs> Quattro? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're at the Luxor. We're at the uh, the Mortuary Temple of Ap- Apchaput or Apchaput. She was like the only female pharaohess. Uh, I made that up. It just said pharaoh yeah, yeah. in the show. Uh, but this is where the Apis bull is depicted. It depicted in kind of the that basically that it's interesting because apparently before the pantheon of the regular gods, the Apis bull was the creator god. When I thought like Osiris was the creator mm, guy, I, I, I get all that stuff mixed up. I can't. Um, and Rami's on here just to you know confirm. He's like he's like that bull is the father of all humanity. So he's just he's being the Egyptian ex- expert as the right. Egyptologist. Um, Tak Thompson says that an ant like there's almost always in most cultures and myths and religions an animal is involved in some way with the creation of a culture, a clan, a people, a planet, a whatever. Um, and they go a lot. Of, they 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 do another list here. It's like, oh, look at Ganesh, the elephant head god, and and Hanuman, the monkey head god, and in Hinduism, and then 
again, look at uh, fucking all the Egyptian gods. Again, the beetle-headed chick god, and then uh, Zeus changed into something else to create all the people of Europa and all this stuff. So, uh, Rami rams it in again. Now, this is an interesting part because I wonder how much context they used this clip of him with. Mm -hmm. He goes, the ancient Egyptians depicted the human body with the animal heads because they knew that the head had the wisdom. And I'm like, so that to me is him saying this was a symbolic way to represent them because it's like, again, I don't know. They could be, they could think it was just a fact or whatever, but it's like if Thoth or Tot or whatever, the, the bird faced, like the, the falcon faced God, he was like the smart guy, right? He had all the wisdom and all, but it's like, well, maybe they just depicted him like that because they thought birds were the most wise animals or right, something, right, you know? Right. So, well, birds aren't real. So it's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's where I'm like, I'm like, I wish I could have heard all the questions and answers they gave him mm -hmm. because Rami is known to not just agree with Sukalos or whoever's just in front of him for the show. He'll go, well, you know, it could be that, but the mythology says this or the actual Egyptians say that. this, you know, even though he is more open-minded than your older Egyptologist, you know, but, um, uh, uh, which also, again, if my way of interpreting that is is true that does directly conflict with the hypothesis hypothesis of this episode mm -hmm. which is that it's all literal right but therein lies the problem with ancient astronaut theory so um blah, blah, blah. Uh, clotworthy now asks if the gods simply took this form of familiar animals to more effectively guide or subjugate humans back then and i was like okay that's that could be cool. Like, you know, aliens are like, oh, we, we look like freaks to them. Yeah. Let's just do a holographic fucking little overlay on us, an, a, an AR overlay to look like a pirate. Arr, right, right. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, What's the favorite letter of a pirate? R. Wrong. Most people would say that, but it'd be the C. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you for going with me on yes, that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I couldn't remember the punchline, but I remember yeah, the punchline at some other letter. Our, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's the C. Exactly. <laughs> the letter C. Yeah. Cunt. Oh, boy. Yeah. Again, this is the, the second segment of the show, and there have been three or four uh, mythology listings, you know? So it's mm. like, we get it. We don't need all of these listings. We're fans of the show, guys. We watch yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. Even if you don't watch all the episodes, I don't know. Even if this was your first episode, you, you, would, you would probably be going by now, yeah, but why are they aliens? What's with the alien part, you know? Because um, the whole point ultimately is, is, is they're saying, hey, ancient people took animals really fucking seriously. And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, that's never really changed, you know? Yeah, so yeah. Um, we, oh, <laughs> we finally get out of February 2017 and, and Sukalos' fucking whirlwind world tour. Yeah. Uh, now we're in May 2017. Uh -oh. I think it's total bullshit that this is not whatever that same month was because a few episodes ago he's in like fucking uh, Sherman Oaks or Thousand Oaks and now he's back in Thousand Oaks, California. I'm like, I guarantee he went to these two yeah. shitty bio labs yeah. like the day whatever after each other. Oaks, you know? Some yeah. Oak <laughs> Oh no, Wilcock went to that other mm. the, with the frozen puck that would float right, around right, with Mercury right, or whatever. Right. But all right, my mistake. Um but they're at the Ventura Bio Center, right off the 101. There you go. <laughs> Which I guess it could be. I said Magic Mountain was off yeah. the 101, and you yeah, said yeah. the five. So, uh, but the 101 is the Ventura Freeway, correct? 
Yeah, Isn't but that Magic what they call Mountain's it? not Vin. I know. I'm just. Familiar. I'm just saying that's. I think that's why I was thinking uh, of it. But. I mean, it's called a lot of things, but uh, <laughs> it's called yeah. home to me. Uh, <laughs> I have a new tent over there. Yeah, <laughs> they just, just they just gave the us underpass. a porta potty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> got a hole to dig for my hoops. Uh, We're doing a lot of improvements to my little yeah, city. It's nice. you know? <laughs> uh, no, my dad used to live in Ventura. It, it, mm. it is definitely an old like beach town like it's still yeah. it used to be pretty crusty it's still like sort of crusty mm. but not as bad okay uh okay uh, <laughs> a lot of just families moving of, out there uh just people and stuff you know santa barbara's getting crazy ra- like just being Uh-oh. that close to the ocean yeah it's gonna go up and get nicer like there's only so many towns that can stay shitty yeah. that are that close right right so um yeah you just kind of when you're looking at oceanfront property you're like i'm not gonna build a shitty house or 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 the, people are like, I just want to live there. I'll commute to L.A. So right, right. Like, I'll pay the higher price, and then it just goes up, 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 up. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So um, Here's where we meet Peter Ward, a doctor of uh, paleontology. Yeah. And he's, like I said, he's been on the show a lot. He, But he never seemed to be like a any, anything with biology. I always feel like he was talking about astrophysics and stuff. Maybe he was talking about um, astrobiology or something like that with you know mm-hmm. uh, bacteria and other planets and things like that. But, uh, yeah, he has this guy that's, like, his insect guy in the lab who's here to show Sooks about the bombardier beetle. So um, he's like, all right, Giorgio, nice to have their stupid little fake meet and greet thing. And he's like, all right, Giorgio, well, this is some dickhead, and uh, he's going to show you uh, what the bombardier beetle can do. And and Sooks is like, well, that's fantastic, as if this was an impromptu conversation. He's like, well, that's fantastic because – about a year ago, Eric Van Daniken gave me his latest manuscript for his latest book. And we all know that there are multiple creatures that defy Darwinian evolution. And one creature he mentioned that jumped out at me was this beetle right here. So he's like, which I'm like, I'm sure you read that a year ago, and it took a year to fucking right. meet with this guy or whatever. Although we don't know because we have proven that they are lying about the times that well, they are out of the right, office right, on this right. fucking show. So, um, uh, <laughs> and Sooks looks at, at the paleontologist and goes, Wood, 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 Wood. I want yeah. you to show me this beetle coming. The Shangri-La, where, uh, Gongui, or where the fuck is uh, it? Shmimutsu. Yeah. Uh, it was, um, oh, fuck, yeah, from Iron Fist. What yeah. the fuck is it called? Kung Lung. Kung Lung, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I keep wanting to say Kung Lao from Mortal Wood, Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. Wood. Can you kill my other Wood. Wood. <laughs> Danny was like a son to me, Ward, but... He has to go, Ward. Yeah. <laughs> Ward. <laughs> and are you going to be weak, Ward, or are you going to be strong like me? Because could, couldn't he keep reviving himself or something like that? I think he was somehow reviving himself, but he had to stay in the shadows. Like, because did he fake his death? But then he was still sick. He or actually something? died, but then the um, the hand revived him with that black but ooze to, shit or whatever to like and make him use his power and money to help yes. them. But then he, he ba- had to stay in oh, the yeah. shadows. He basically had like a Lazarus pit. Right. Kind of thing, but each time he re- revived himself, he went more insane. Right, right. Like Lost his brain started exactly, yeah. Yeah. like a whole crux yeah. um, from Harry Potter. Uh, 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 oh bug. yeah, sorry. Ward uh, Ward <laughs> tells Sooks about <laughs> the how crazy it how crazy it is that this beetle has literal gl- two glands that each produce half of this compound. It shoots down into a fucking like boiling gland, right? And he's like, "This is such complicated chemistry," and I'm like, "Yeah, but every living thing is a bunch of complicated right, chemistry right, right. too." Um, but still, he's like, he says, "It seems to just defy Darwinian evolution." And I'm like, 
at this point still I'm like why like but then well but we have acid in our stomachs right. that like can burn through rocks or you right. know whatever totally kill things if it was out of that certain part of your right. stomach yes and anywhere else in your body you're yeah. gonna die I always remember my chemistry teacher in tenth grade saying uh, what's his name Mr. Luckus or something like that. Uh, but he he had a very strange voice like this, a big nose, and he talked like this, and he would he would really enunciate it that his face would go. He, so every morning he'd go, okay, today he kind of talked like the the Ferris Bueller doctor. That's not the not not doctor, the teacher. That's not the one that goes, you know, not Ben Ben Stein, Stein yeah. but the other one that's like, in what way does the prison symbolize? Like the English teacher, and oh, they're falling yeah. asleep. Uh, he would talk like that, and he was like, he would say, the acid in your stomach. He's like, have you seen aliens? Because the acid in your stomach, if taken out in its pure form, could actually burn through three inches of solid metal. Like, Which I was like, whoa, that is fucking crazy. But it's because of all the mucus and all the linings in your yeah, stomach yeah. doesn't burn yourself. pH balance and all that. So yeah. same exact point, right? And they said that was what it was, the yeah, pH yeah. balance of the mucus. So, uh... Peter Ward here is saying, it's fucking crazy because, I mean, if that, it, of course this valve ha- can only be one way because if that shit went back up into his system, he'd burn to death inside. I'm like, again, that doesn't so seem. Does piss. Like what <laughs> <laughs> right. piss goes backwards. Right. What shit goes backwards. Exactly. Nothing. Your fucking stomach acid leaks out. You yeah, go septic yeah. and your whole right, body right, gets right, infected, right. you know? So it's like, it's just, it, I thought that was a really dumb point. I was like, what about all poisonous animals? Yeah, yeah. If their fucking poison sacs busted open, they can't live with their poison either. You know, like right, if right, that gets right, in their right. blood, it's going to do the same yeah, shit. It's not good. You know, so because you don't take the blood of a snake theory. to yeah. make an antidote, you have to take right, right. the poison. Yeah, it's in these very specific sacks. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, which are then secreted. Right. And I mean, it is crazy. The concept. Yeah, they can probably drink it, but they can't right. have it like injected into their blood. Right. Yeah. And like the, yeah, like when they fucking pierce people right. with their teeth. Um, no, it's cr- like the the concept of the organic bladder is a fascinating thing because it's these liquid sacs that keep the liquid coming in from somewhere and going out somewhere. Yeah, it's valves. And it's it's a valve, right? And so it's it's weird for this paleontologist to be like, "This is insane," yeah. you know. And also, when he said hydrogen peroxide, the hydrogen other thing I didn't know whatever it was. It was like hydromelamine or something. But I'm like, he's like hydrogen peroxide, literally rocket fuel, and I'm like. Right. But I use that to clean up cuts so that they, can, they yeah, don't get yeah, infected. Yeah. It's like you can it, buy well, that for some, a dollar yeah, at Target. And whatever. You yeah, know, yeah, but who knows. whatever. Honestly, I have no idea how rocket fuel's made. So. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently just from these yeah. two things. <laughs> I know you can uh, do uh, vinegar and uh, baking soda and make exactly. a volcano. Yeah, Mentos and Diet And Coke. I think <laughs> peroxide does that. Too. I think you probably use hydrogen peroxide mm-hmm. as well. But Well, you just get a bunch of infected tissue and it'll foam exactly. up. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just use a cheese grater on my leg. Yeah. Let it sit for about a week and then have a science experiment. <laughs> Pour a lot of trash on it yeah, over that yeah, time. It's nice. um, but yeah, Dr. Ward's showing him like CG renderings of the organs. And Sooks goes, uh, one has to wonder what was the evolutionary defense mechanism for that to even exist? And it's like, what's the fucking defense mechanism that Anything. for a rhino to have a yeah. fucking horn, right? To right, battle right, other right, rhinos right. with. Made like, out come of on, ivory. Guys. Don't they know that shit's expensive? I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's tchotchkes that are made out of it. That as your defensive tool? And that's the thing. It's like they're trying to disprove Darwinian evolution by saying that Darwinian evolution seems too intelligently designed. And I'm like, you guys. Yeah, but it's because we all got here. Right. And again, this is where they start doubling back on. So where's the intermediate evolutionary? It's like, maybe we just that have never found a, it. Well, 
Because yeah. there's hundreds of thousands of years where it existed and maybe never died in a perfect fossil that well, we have found. Exactly. And I've known religious people and try to discuss, you know, evolution. And they go, Young well, that's microevolution. Right. I'm like, no, that's right. evolution. The macro, micro, whatever you want to call it. These little steps lead to a big step. Right. You don't Over run a mile by millions. taking one big step. You exactly. take all these however many thousands right. of steps to get to a marathon, right? right? 26 yes. miles. Like, right. it's not one big or yes. two or three big leaps. Right. And it's insane that they can't even understand that But that's analogy. not running. It's, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it is running. Yeah, but those yeah. are steps. It's like, oh, yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, they're the most hyper-literal fucking people, even though they're dealing with a very... A purely symbolic book. Yeah, a Christian... You know? Yeah, the Bible. Um, but yeah, no, it, and what Steve is saying, for those who don't get it, is you have your classic... Galapagos animals, right? Where it's the Galapagos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they're in such a hyper-specific environment. They breed, 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 breed. And the same kind of finches in one area of the island, which is a tiny little island, yeah. have now become pretty different from the finches that live up on the volcano part as opposed to down where the bugs are in the ground, right? Yeah. And it's like, but but you can tell that 95% of them is the same. They just have these little yeah. features that are different, blah, blah, blah. And now well, they, now you can check their DNA structure, and it proves those things, right, too. Right, And there's these pools somewhere, I think, in Africa where mm-hmm. it's like they're so close, but they're separate. And yep. there's like 36 different varieties of the same fish. Right. And they, they're like— It's the Olympic diving pool at the University of Johannesburg, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Uh, yep, they did, yep, Someone did a triple yep. ending there and just yeah. fucked it all up, and now they're all over. Um, <laughs> I get no respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladybugs. <laughs> uh, but, take, take my yes, wife, yeah. please. <laughs> take my prawn. Uh, but no, so there's these pools, and it's like the same fish, yeah. and they all live within different environments within oh, the pools. Yeah, yeah. And they're all the same fish, but like clearly, right, genetically, you know, at a DNA level, right. different. Because the deepest foot is like super. Dirty, mossy, whatever. Then the middle is like this kind of warmish. Yeah, and then area. there's, but then this pool then, has this kind of right. vegetation, and they're and somehow they're like, yeah, this this all happened. Like right. we can actually kind of know when exactly, and you can see how vastly they've already evolved. Right, because yeah, when you have a a very like the dog example, right? When you have hyper specific environments or pressures in yeah. the environment, you can see this shit happen within fucking two or three generations of animals because the ones that are adapted in whatever way it needs to be, they will survive to fuck and breed. Right. The ones that can't, you know, they if they if they if they can't handle the too warm of water, but right. some little mutation in, in a random mutation in this set of ten of them, all are like, oh the warm water's fine. Then they'll yeah. fucking breed or, and whatever. Or know? again, they're all in cold water and one's like, hey the warm water's fine and the warm right. water's actually higher. So we can actually eat and crush that whole area and then right. they all become dominant. Right. And eat all the food that takes right. out the cold water. Because now you got Jack in the Box and Taco Bell, in addition to McDonald's, as choices. Yeah, and those five dollar late night boxes. I yes. mean, Jesus, come on. The value of those. Yeah. Oh, God, those are <laughs> disgusting. Like they're like, they always look good at. Yes. Like you're like, oh yeah, that sounds pretty good, but in the moment, it's like, no. Don't More like that. taco smell, huh? More like Jack in the or Crack, huh? Toxic hell. Right. <laughs> I've heard toxic smell. I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so. That's a dumb question by Sooks uh, to say, oh, what? why would this defense mechanism even exist? Like, I don't know, bro. Why yeah. do you have adrenaline in your system to make right. you fight or yeah, flight yeah. or whatever? And there's know? lizards. Yeah, there's all kinds of examples. There like, are lizards. But, I mean, there's these lizards that are, like, super duper. Like, they're beyond yeah. the level of poisonous they need to be. Yes, yeah, yeah. But it's because a certain predator is like a bird or something. 
adapted to their poison levels. Yon, and Yon they, Harzan. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, of the Varzons. <laughs> yes. Uh, kept, they just kept pushing each other. Yes. So they push each other to this limit to where, like, only maybe this bird can eat it. Right. But this this lizard is, like, 20 times overkill any right. other creature. Right, and right. And it's totally pointless. Exactly, yeah. Because it just did so well to not be killable or edible well, yeah, and by they just all kept the other going predators. Tip for tack and just yeah. like boom, 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 boom. Excuse me. Uh, um, leveled up. My dogs do chase the little lizards that are in my backyard. Oh yeah, which is mostly bricks. So they're out there basking. Carol Baskin's oh, yeah. out there. <laughs> <laughs> which you get the dumb memes like, remember twenty years ago when <laughs> Tiger King came out? Oh yeah, I know. It is crazy. <laughs> or I miss the Tiger King part of whatever. Yeah. Uh, also crazy, I think we've said this before, or we might have said it on Adventurous Ghosts, but this upcoming season of Ghost Adventures, they're investigating oh, right. the fucking Joe Exotic Zoo. <laughs> right, right, for whatever reason of all the Which I'm like, atrocities. That, that has to be a part comedy episode. like Because, yes, if, peop- if people died there, sure, but they've never really done... Only once in a great while they'll go. Is the you know Zach will be like, is this the the ghost of a dog that once lived on this property guarding this tomb? And it's like because they fucking hear a, like a in a fucking EVP right, or right, something, right, right, and right. so on their PSPs. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, what are they gonna fucking? Are they gonna ha- like find the ghost of that alligator that burnt down in the fucking videotape room yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. You know. But um, they said it was Joe. <laughs> I speak crocodile, yeah. um, but uh, anyway. So, but still, unfortunately, I'm, I'm, these were alligators, though, so I couldn't quite understand what they were saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just so excited for that because I'm like, it's such a weird fucking location yeah, yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like the last thing it I has would to be think this old of, zoo because they moved it right. That's like the whole scandal was like they moved to the new zoo and that guy took over. They just they, moved like, to new areas of the zoo and closed yeah, off okay. other ones. And so you're probably right that there's going to be overgrown, shitty parts of the zoo that you know. Uh, but I bet you anything. Because I thought that was the whole thing where it's like the dickhead with the weird hat, like conned the other guy to like go to a whole new property. They expanded or something. Yeah, yeah, do all the work. Um, yeah, he's out there. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking digging holes and shit like that. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, no, but I bet you anything. Zach and the crew will be like, now that all this evidence has come out of possible deaths by tigers or people were fed, yeah, yeah totally to tigers, yeah. which is rit- ridiculous. But I'm which also excited. Which didn't happen at that lot either. It exactly. <laughs> In Florida. <laughs> um, but anyway, also interesting that this happened after Carol Bashkins bought, finally won the land or bought, mm. she owns the zoo now, the property, yeah. the Joe Exotic Zoo. Oh, she does. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> like she finally won the court case that it all defaulted to they her or some shit. Because they proved that it was abusive. So then she fucking, you know, got it to save the animals and make well, it Well, because abusive. he owed her a bunch of money. So right. she's like, just give me the land and all the mm. shit. And now he's in prison for 30 years. So. Right. Um, oh, so, oh, then I wrote all the points we've already been talking about, like poisonous creatures, things like that. Um, Sooks posits that this beetle could have only been like tailor made and delivered to Earth in its finished form, or at least its genetics were delivered in its finished form. And I'm like, and I'm like, what does that mean? How would its genetics be delivered? It's like, are you saying that? Like an egg or something? Yeah, or? like that That aliens stuck a syringe in some regular beetles and made it into Maybe, the bombardier yeah. beetle or something, you know? But um, they then talk about something that is real, which is, uh, I never even knew that was a term, called biomimicry, which is how a lot of our technology mimics animals because they can do things we can't. So they're like, you know, jet fighters are modeled after the flight patterns of birds and the shape of their wing, you know, whatever, which is fine. Um, but then... They don't really go anywhere with this, but Wilcock does drip about it. He says, uh, 
We're taking clues from the natural world and using them to develop these technologies. This may be part of a greater hidden extraterrestrial mission, perhaps for a seeding of a technology or technological and human revolution that we're just starting to see now. Um, that's where I'm like, when do your opinions about these things form, and when are your opinions valid about them? Because they will talk. He, especially Wilcock, talks about they've always been doing this. It's like, but. But and you're talking about how we used to see it then as religious primitive people, quote unquote. Right. So why are you saying we're just starting to see it now? Like, wouldn't you say that those people were already seeing it and it was just part of their life or something? You know. Yeah. Um, he also looks a little haggard on this episode. Like, he's like in between his robust, uh, you know, martial arts wife instructor right. role, his his buff period yeah. that we we saw him at at Contact in the Desert. Uh, he he looks a little pallid and kind of like green or something like mm. that it's very strange but maybe it was uh just one of his skins that he wears right right as right. a reptilian but Flashes. yeah uh we go to barcelona in 2016 and that's in mexico my friends no yes. it's in spain uh <laughs> and they're the they're studying the genome of indigenous australian people that live in the andaman islands um and they find that there is a strand of unknown animal dna in them I was I was starting to be like, oh, does this mean they're going to go into like these are hybridized with an actual animal, or just that it it really just ends up meaning there's it's they're a different hominid species. They yeah. found a new hominid species. They're finding a new hominid species every couple of years now, yeah, yeah. which is pretty cool. It's like those cans. Um, and Peter Ward says that like for the past ten years we've been finding lots of new hominids and that they've been crossbreeding with each other, which. Makes total sense because back when we were in school, it was like, or you go the, to the Museum of Man in like San Diego where they have all the hominid evolution stuff. And they're constantly talking about that. I mean, that was even before we realized Neanderthals had fucked Homo right. sapiens and vice versa. And it's like, well, yeah, like when you look at these, all the ones living at the same time with each other, why wouldn't they fuck or whatever? Because they don't really look that different from each right. other. They're all walking upright, they all got the same dicks and vaginas and tits. Some might be maybe slightly hairier or less, I don't know, right, whatever. Right. Different but, height, little haunchy. Yeah. Right. And now that they can like recreate what musculature patterns were on the bones, they can recreate what their faces look like. And like, just like now, they all kind of just look like people. But some people look very different from each other. But I wouldn't say, I mean, some people maybe in Huntington Beach would say that like, oh, this Japanese guy is a different human being species yeah. than I am. It's like, no. He just has a lacanthic eye fold because of his Siberian roots and this yeah, yeah, and blah, yeah. blah, blah, and to help the snow to not pierce. Yeah. Um, just like uh, Chris. Fuck. Who's the guy that played Captain America? I fucked it up. I was going to do a snow piercer joke. Yeah. I was going to say Chris yeah. Evans. He didn't have that, even though he was getting pierced by the snow. But yeah. um, I can't believe they made a show out of that. There was no reason to make a show out of it anyway. And everyone said it, it was super gross, and then I watched it. I'm like, that's eh, fine. Oh, yeah. You were saying that. And I was yeah. like, no, they just like eat bugs sometimes. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, it's not I was a big imagining deal. it's going to be like blindness or no, some no, of those no. crazy movies. Uh, yeah. Um, well, the idea of blindness is gross, too. Yeah. No. Um, shout out to all of our Scary. visually impaired <laughs> listeners. No. Uh, Medallion Man comes on for some reason and says, just how many other intelligent species uh, were. Uh, homo sapiens interacting with perhaps we're going to discover fossils of other versions of humanity that were mated or hybrid versions of other animals that we're yet to we have yet to discover i'm like okay all they've talked about is how these andaman island indigenous humans were a specific hominid species right they didn't fucking say that they had 
owl DNA in them and they made their fucking eyes be able to see at night or something. Right, like right, it's right. so there's no point in the points they're making. It's very right, strange. Right, right, right. And I felt one of the few times I actually felt legit confused where I was like, I was paying attention. I'm writing notes for the show. I'm like, what are they talking yeah, about? Where, I truly was like, point? what are you talking about? They keep talking about evolved animals and animals on other planets and then panspermia. And are we animals? And it's yeah, like, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I, I just didn't understand it. But, um, I, but, and I also was like, they were all simply primate based. Like none of these hominids have not been primate based hominids. Right. They wouldn't be called hominids if they were some, if they were tigerids or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. felids. Um, but uh, that's the, the, the store lids, L-I-D-Z, that only sells girls' yeah. hats. Right. Feel right. So, um, and cats. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there's a whole other list by, I love him, Jonathan Young of the Joseph Campbell Archives. He just lists a bunch of other, the, the Northwest Indians have these spirit guides, and then they talk to, Ann, and I'm like, okay, great, like, whatever. We get a Sook alert here. This, is, this was my favorite part of the episode, because he's making a dumbsman's stance here. Uh, but that's why I love him. He says, he also does two sets of choices within a set of choices. He goes, either it's all fantasy or our ancestors witnessed these things. That's also like yeah. uh, false something where it's like you, they only give you two choices or something yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and there's yeah. actually more. Uh, and if they witnessed these things, there's two options to that. <laughs> either these creatures actually came here or whatever extraterrestrials were here created them both. Or created them. Because both possibilities, in my opinion, are possible. Now he's like down to six possibilities or something, yeah. but whatever. Uh, he's just going back to the classic like, look, either ancient astronaut theory 100% happened or it didn't happen. It's like, right. that's where you're now being dogmatic and turning your theory into a religion. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, why would you not be open to... Aliens might have visited some of these guys, but there was also just a bunch of races yeah, of humans like, that yeah. every 100,000 years... You know, fucking shit out. bopped up and did yeah. shit, and now they're dead. You know, yeah. so um, or again, like Graham Hancock, like yeah, they were a, maybe aliens visited this group, and then that group taught everyone else, right. or these other X groups, or mm -hmm. whatever. Or as he reminds everyone, as the oldest human skull, I mean, my my shoe yeah. squeaking on here. Sorry, as the oldest human skulls are now two hundred forty thousand years old, and we'll probably find older ones. Yeah, we have only been an advanced species for. 2,000, 3,000, let's say even seven, 8,000 years, right? You can argue even Sumeria, like, like 8,000 yeah. BC, 10,000 years ago. Fine. Imagine if hominids have been around, Homo sapiens, fully formed human brains, have been around for 240,000 years. Right. 20 times longer. You could have arguably 80 sets of cultures, not 80 because there'd have to be some time for them to forget or not have evidence or something, but... There could even have been, if you had ten, right? Even if you had three that right, were right, right. became very right. advanced, and like Graham Hancock says, he's like, he's like, perhaps they just had different forms of technology that were advanced, like stone and crystals and things and whatever, and they weren't silicon chips or silicon yeah, breast yeah, implants. Yeah, yeah. So you can look at hamburgers on women's breasts, right. on women's chests. <laughs> um, which again, we can't really think of that. Like, oh, how would a crystal do this and interact right. with this and whatever, but it's like then we're finding new weird. Or even again, just the whole point of like, how do they make the pyramids? I don't know. Right. They figured out how to work with the stone, move mm -hmm. it, and do all of it without gas or like major machinery. Right. 
We don't know. They figured it out, yeah. and then that that knowledge was lost. So what are we going to figure out? Right. That in X thousand years, that knowledge will be lost. Exactly. Like it took us how many fucking decades to figure out that you could very easily, with just two or three people and and a couple ropes or vines, literally walk the Moai statues of Easter Island around yeah. with very little effort. Right. Because as soon as it started to tip over a little bit, the other people pull it on the other yeah. side. You just have some leverage. It's like pulleys well, and shit. Well, like and even that. like gas powered technology yeah. in a thousand years could be unheard of. Right. Like, exactly. How did they figure out to pull oil out of the ground? Right. Distill it into this fuel that then combusts. Just to, just to blow and, leaves around yeah. from the fucking streets yeah. and car tires? And cause people all sorts of panic and disrupt and discomfort. Um, when people are just at the Grove and yeah. they're trying to walk around and enjoy their frozen yogurt okay. and from uh, Pink Berry, how were these strange hominids shooting out hot air to blow leaves and debris around? And upon your berry. <laughs> Grandma, put the gun down, please. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're they trying to enjoy our pink berries. <laughs> uh, but again, but but my point being, like, we're moving to a point of all electricity again, right? Right, where it went from like all electricity is, all yes, all yes. You know, electric power X everything is going to be right. the future, not burning coal, not right. burning oil. So again, in so long from now, like. That's just the path we took. Right. And we leave oil behind. Yeah. Hopefully. And then in the future, they go, how did they do that? Yeah. Speaking of fucking missing fossil records, fucking Elon Musk is over there still melting dinosaur bones down to make his fucking gas cars. And we're going to, how are we going to find all the fossils if we're just making shell gas stations out of right, them? Right. 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 It's nuts. <laughs> um, they talk about the Great Flood again. And this is kind of pointless. Uh, Rabbi Zadok talks about how in the book of Enoch and Ezekiel, it's it's said that the the angels came down and took uh, human women as their wives. Again, the book of Enoch is almost like Greek mythology mixed with Christian old Judaism. Sorry, because it makes the archangels like the real cat. Like they're like the physical manifestation of God doing all the shit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And God is just up there, not really interacting. You know, not very different from like him being in Jesus and other thing, whatever. But like. The aliens came down as these physical beings, mated with a bunch of the women, and they created the Giborim, uh, which were the titans, the giants, a race of giants. I, th- I thought they were also called Nephilim, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, but he says that the, cl- the he's like the classic reason that oh the sins of man were what caused God to create the great flood and only have Noah survive with right, his family right, and right. the animals. He said it was actually that these Giborim were uh, uh, unleashing. Horrible terror and havoc all over the world, and which is kind of funny. Then it's more like, oh, God was punishing the angels for hybridizing with human women when they weren't supposed to, or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know, but um, but then of course the ancient astronaut theorists are like, yeah, they just this really was them just scrapping the whole experiment, and then the flood happened. And I'm like, I think you could way easier, you could do that way easier than flooding the entire planet. Right. I guess though, Hack to be fair, okay. yeah. <laughs> I guess to be fair. That would be an easy way to cover up and almost re-terraform the planet, right? right? Like, you wouldn't be seeing piles of bodies. You wouldn't be seeing big cities. It was just like, oh, well, let's make a new Adam and Eve and fucking just have them start from there, right, you right, know? Right, right, right. Or again, as we all know, Noah's family had to all fuck each other 
So we're all products of incest, well, if that's a true we're story. We're products of double incest, if yes. any of that's a true story. The so hottest it's Adam incest. and Eve to incest. <laughs> exactly. We're, so you create this big, wide, whatever off that. Okay, yes. cool, that worked. And now you narrow Girls all, big the, wide butts. all the way back down again to these X people. So it's like you have these multiple choke points. The X people. But it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you're lucky you got biodiverse enough off of a couple that you're going to boil it back down and then get diverse again. Just one Middle Eastern Jewish family, you know? It's It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Oh Oh my my gosh. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, Sus. Oh, Oh, this is a close set. I can tell. Von Anakin lists. All of the all of the cultures that have told the Great Flood story—that's fine. I mean, it is fascinating that there are over two hundred and thirty separate cultural accounts of the Great Flood happening around the same time in antiquity, which is Graham Hancock's whole thing. Right. That the Great Flood was caused by the Dryas uh, period, right. uh, the meteor storm. What is it? The Torrid meteor storm mm-hmm. happened in that period and steamed up all the fucking oceans, caused the ice caps to melt. Big flood happens. Lots of the advanced cultures that lived on the coast died, and only a few of them went back into the more primitive cultures, just as we would. You know, if all of our fucking cool coastal cities or whatever got wiped out, we would probably move inland, and there's plenty of people in South America or Africa that have, like, never seen modern humans and don't really know what planes are and shit, and now you become the gods that are telling them, look at all this crazy shit we can do with this little box in my hand. Yeah. And the little box in your pants. Little box in. The little box in your loincloth. Um, but Van Anen goes, uh, but in every case, there was a so-called god who instructed someone to build a ship. And I'm like, that's not true. Because on this show, they've talked about how some cultures went underground with the ant people to escape the flood. And some people yeah. went in spaceships. Fucking Rabbi Zadok says... There was actually other people that prepared. Like, it wasn't just Noah that was left. That other people built spaceships that God yeah, told him yeah, how to yeah. build, too. I'm like, okay. Um, uh, oh, and then Zadok, who, in his first talking head moment, was very specific. He's like, in Philippians chapter 3, whatever it is. But then he just goes, the legends tell us that people were, were told how to build spaceships and get off the planet, uh, leaving Noah behind. I'm like, right. why don't you give us the fucking, even if it's the book of Enoch, Give us a page number or something, you know? Like, I just don't understand the inconsistency and laziness with, and maybe he did, but they're choosing not to show that, you Mm -hmm. know? But that's when I have to kind of accept that this show isn't really there to convince people like us (laughs) who are going to be critical of it, but still enjoy it. just want to buy in. Right. We're a a hyper-niche part of the fans, right? Right, Because the rest of the fans are the ones in... Like the Ancient Aliens Give Facebook group. Giorgio are, a kiss for me. They fucking post some image of a fucking uh, Stargate-esque, you know, Anubis with robot technology because it's a fucking, you know, robot suit or some shit. And it literally is just like, how many of you believe the gods were aliens? Yes or no? Vote in the comments. I'm like, what are you talking? Like, is this your guys' first day in class? Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah. you're already part of this group. Nobody just stumbles onto an ancient aliens group with like five million people in it yeah. because they don't know what the fuck it is already. It's just ridiculous, you know. Yeah. But um, they ask, "How did they come to exist?" Oh, sorry, sorry, I skipped ahead. Um, they talk about the uh, that immortal jellyfish that was found a few years ago that can literally go into its little polyp state as it gets injured yeah. or old, and it literally rebirths itself from mm-hmm. its like pupil state or whatever, and, which is really cool. And now scientists are studying it to go, "Oh, how, maybe this thing's the key to." genetically not allowing aging to happen anymore or to right, be able right. to 
pull some sort of cell that can make a stem cell for us that'll regrow whatever the fuck we are. And like, you know, so. Um, And we get a Wilcock drip about this. He says, there's seemingly no limit to how many times this creature can revive itself. It completely violates all current laws of biology as we see them. And that is true, and it's a good point. And it's it's like, hey guys, we this is where scientists, I agree with Sue Close and the end, they shouldn't be so dogmatic because up until a few years ago, death was hunt one hundred percent inevitable for all living beings. Yeah. And now it's not. You know, right. so um because and also it's like, hey, there's fucking they're fascinated by this, but I'm also like, well, parrots and tortoises live to be triple digits in their age. And yet yeah. most other birds are all like, eh, one to five years Couple or something, years. Yeah, you know? Yeah, so yeah. what's the difference with them compared to the regular right, birds, right, right, right? right? So aging and death could simply be another biological factor that was evolved out of, which yeah, seems yeah, to be what happened with what these we're jellyfish. To do, right. yeah, where they're like, oh, if you can just remove this gene that... Right. Because they don't know. It's like, why all of a sudden is your cells stop reproducing as fast? Because it's basically right. your cells just don't reproduce as fast, so then you age. Right. That's basically what aging is. And they're is. trying to find, like with Alzheimer's, yeah. they're trying to find the little trigger things inside yeah. them that tell it to stop and then figure out how to just turn those off. Right, right. Or and kick like, them out. Why is it telling you to stop? I don't right. Know. Well, again, evolution means, hey, get the fuck out of here so right. we can bring some new people in. Exactly, yes. Uh, but yeah, if you can figure that out, you can do... It'll be weird. It'd be like yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Exactly. You know, swim in gold, do all that things. I mean, I want my consciousness transferred into a robot penis. Exactly. So I can be getting Just in that robot single, pussy yeah. all the time, face first. Maybe. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> this is how kill, kill me. E, 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 e. Yeah. Um, like Robot Man in uh, Doom Patrol. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's uh, Brendan Fraser in there, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he gay? Or someone's gay on that show, right? One of the superheroes? No spoilers, my friend. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> it's a spoiler that someone's gay? I don't know. Okay. Well, kind of. It's not, it's not Robot Man, though. Okay. Um, bah, 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 bah. Uh, oh, of course, only aliens could have made this jellyfish, whatever. Um, they then talk a little, a very little bit about panspermia, and which I'm like, why didn't you start the episode with this? Panspermia is a concept where... Aliens seeded the planet. You know, they stick a fucking a few ba- bacteria right, right. or cells Somewhere. on a meteor, crash it into the ocean, and you know that it's going to be habitable enough for that thing to live for a few million years. And now that planet has life, right? Yeah. yeah. So basically, there's a German doctor named Doctor Gross uh, who wants to do the same thing when we start exploring the planets in the galaxy. He's saying, oh, we should be seeding planets with Just stuff, too. Just random shit. Which I'm like, that's kind of a cool idea, you know. Kind of scary, too. But it's scary because it's like, A, how do you know there isn't already life somewhere that you're fucking up? Right. And B, is is there a positive reason to do that? You yeah, know what I like, mean? Yeah, it's like, will it grow and take over the planet and kill all the right. potential it had? Or exactly. overtake us someday? You right. Know, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what's... Not like tomorrow. That but. that truly seems like one of those, like, well, if we can do it, we should. Right, right, And right. Dr. Ian Malcolm said in Jurassic Park, you've got to ask mm-hmm. yourself... Exactly. Uh, ...what they didn't, which is, you know, you figure yeah. out that you could, sure. but you shouldn't have stopped that. Should, should yeah, be should. Yeah, yeah. Should be should. They want to push. They just want to keep pushing. <laughs> um... Just like the little baby raptor pushes out yes, of the eggshell. Yes, yes. And uh, salt and pepper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they just fucking fry that thing up as soon as it comes out, the little baby well, velociraptor. I mean, the band salt and pepper. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, with the velociraptor? No, they push it. Ah. Oh, push it. <laughs> sorry. I missed that. Um, yeah, that's what Dr. Hammond was saying. He's like, push it. 
Yeah. Push it real good. Right, right. Loss of <laughs> Keep going. going yes. we'll, we'll edit the last 10 seconds out so it looks yeah. like I just got the, exactly. the, the Recut. Uh, reference. Yes. Um, and we'll cut that we cut we, that we're talking exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> they, uh, they then go into how we're already hybridizing human DNA with animals and vice versa. They, talk, they, you know, they show the classic rat with the human ear growing on it. Uh, basically using animals as a, uh, 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 an organic cage to grow organ, skin, tissue, whatever, Thing right? Stuff, yeah. It doesn't seem to be really important much anymore because now that they have those like protein cages and they can just 3D print your fucking heart shape mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. grow the shit around it, then whatever. But uh, they do talk about how the world is starting to create kind of Frankenstein monsters and they talk about the super beagle that was created in China. Oh, right, right, right. Where it had it looks the same, but it has two times the muscle the double mass, muscle. right? <laughs> like I'm thinking of the stupid Shiba Inu meme right, where it's right, the right. big buff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shiba Inu and then the little weird yeah. fucked I up don't one. Like that. <laughs> um but, but they're doing like the shitty wrap up thing where they're gonna have a little mini segment which is really just more wrap up and uh, and this is thirty six minutes out of a forty four minute show. So yeah. um they talk about the Genesis Project, Dr. Gr- uh, Gross here, and Childress chimes in about it, and he says, in a sense, this kind of seeding that Professor Gross wants to do in the near future, it's icky, no, uh, is exactly the kind of thing that extraterrestrials would have done in the remote past. Uh, that looks like a line that Sooks wrote for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, oh, and so they're saying, like, is Dr. Gross just, is he himself just replicating what's been encoded in him to do, which is... Be, again, be like our galactic daddies. We're doing everything they always did. Nothing's right, new. Right, right. Um, this is where Sook Alert sounds like a moron. He says, the fossil record, while it's there, <laughs> does not really correspond to Darwinian evolution because you don't see the transitional creatures in between. This suggests to me an outside influence, which is exactly what Ken Ham and Young Earthers and all these people fucking say too. Um, and that's pretty much it. Now, yeah. uh I, I, it's one of those things where I can see now that we've seen Kevin Burns, a producer in real life, where it's like, hey, that hybrid one was cool. Let's just talk about animals again, right, right, you know? Right, right. And knowing that that's not us really being hyperbolic, it's pretty lame. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's sad that the show can be that lazy with its subjects. Again, if they had a, a follow up animal show and it had new factoids, I'm like, mm-hmm. that'd be that'd be great, right? Yeah. And they could just go, to recap, we've already talked about how lots of cultures yeah, do yeah. that. Like, that could be five minutes and done in the beginning, right? But they don't. They act like you've never heard it before. They have new talking head moments recorded for the same information year in and year out. It's just, I don't know, I guess they got to work. I should be yeah. you know, glad they Well, it's turned into a show, a marathon show. It's like, right. oh, I'm just going to watch that and kind of zone yeah, out. Like, they true. know people are just there to watch it. Right. They'll feed them shit, whatever. Working out it's, or edging. Right, you know? right. It's just yeah. going to be on in the background. Right. So yeah. why put a lot of effort? Because it's getting the ratings. So again, it's, yeah. hey, if this is working for you, then why would you change it? Exactly, right. yeah. So um, The next episode is The Replicants. And it's it, I don't know if you watched the preview, but it's one of those shows where I think Unsolved Mysteries did some of this stuff and some of those paranormal shows. But it was like, uh, it's, it's like one of those things where a little kid has really intense facts about another life that he lived. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it shows this kid and he's like 20 something getting interviewed. And he's like, he's like, yeah, when I was little, I would like, I remembered myself dying in a plane crash. I remember the numbers on the plane. And then it like shows a soldier with those numbers. It looks mm-hmm. kind of like him. So it's like, are they saying this kid is going to be a clone? Cause a lot of like the paranormal shows are like, Oh, his soul is in this kid now. Right. Right. Uh, I bet they're going to be saying, 
could they be like a recycled person's DNA or right, something right, right, like that? Right, or is right. it a consciousness Redone. recycle? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Probably a lot of Wilcock in that episode, too. So that's one that at least if, if it sticks to the subject matter, is something they've never really done. So yeah, yeah. that'll be cool, hopefully. But yeah, other than that, um, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash aliens where you get two exclusive podcasts every single month for $5 a, bucks a month or more. Uh, subscribe to the channel. It helps us come up in the charts a lot and helps more people find the show uh, on your favorite podcast service and uh, including Spotify. Spotify. Follow us on social media at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook at Probing Aliens on Twitter. Listen to Beer They're Drunk That um, or other podcasts on the same podcast service as Probing Ancient Aliens. Something Stanton's been listening to, so you're going to track us down in 60 episodes deep. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then subscribe to um, uh, twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens to see the show recorded live. You can ask questions, interact with us. And give us that Twitch Prime subscription, where if you already have an Amazon Prime account, go to your settings, link it to a Twitch Prime account, which is free for you. Uh, you got to do it each month, though, and then you subscribe to our Twitch channel, and we get a little buckaroo for that. Which I still can't find how to download them, but they're somewhere. Download the money. All right. Until next time. Prolapse safely. Bye.